someone I really love. <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. Ah, what is happening, ass family? Welcome to a Monday edition. Yeah, sucks it's Monday. I didn't want to get out of bed. If you would have had the Saturday I had, you would not have wanted to get out of bed. At least for another week. I'll get to it. Hope everybody had a great weekend. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. I mean, there is so much stuff to talk about. Anybody watch the interview last night? I sure didn't. I knew I'd get the, the press clippings of it, but we're going to go over it early this morning. Yeah, the big interview last night, the Markles, Oprah and the Markles. Yeah, that happened. Uh, let's get some good mornings out of the way and all this battling over who's first. Braddy Kid says, just wanted to be first. That was from... Two days ago, it says on my thing. Well, this is awkward. Only 11 and a half hours early. Uh, and Andrew, uh, good morning, Braddy. Happy Monday, everybody. Is there such a thing as a happy Monday? Well, we're going to find out. We are going to find out. Douglas says, uh, good morning, ass family. Braddy, kid, and Andrew. It's Taco Tuesday Eve. Damn right. By the way, went to Fuzzy's Tacos on Friday. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Straight Fire says, good morning, all. Arnie, let's go. Ready for a great show? All right. And Dave Co. gets here. I suggest a new rule. I think it has to be at least the same day as the show before you can claim first. And it should be uh, daytime, light outside. Douglas says, I agree, Dave Co. What about a provision on the time zone as well? Brady Kitt says, I'll stop listening so Dave Co. can be first. I was going to say, wow, how very democratic of you guys to move the goalposts just like the Democrats do. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Good morning, uh, dog and the ass family. Wish you could have opened up a can of whoop-ass. Can't wait to hear that story, bro, Cephas. Oh, you will hear in just a little bit. Oh, man. Uh, anyone watch the Oprah with the Markle? I did not, but I, I do have the highlights from it, and we're going to go over that early. We're going to go over I got a bunch of listener emails from people and that we're going to go through, and, and we're going to do those, including one I got from Andrew. We'll start with Andrew's. Andrew has his top ten greatest songs list. Now, I'm going to let you all have some more time this morning before we do this uh, because I forgot all about it. I was able to knock it out, though, with no problem. I, I have my top ten greatest songs of all time in here. Andrew has his. Uh, I, I've got yours, buddy, and uh, I'm going to hold on to it. But just to let you know, I've got it. Let's see. Uh, then I got this cool email. Uh, it says, uh, hi, I'm Jason. I run the Force 5 podcast, a show that challenges a weekly guest to come up with a movie. Uh, or TV-related top five or worst five list, and we discuss our picks on air. You'll have plenty of time to plug your show or anything else you want. Preamble out of the way, I've listened to your stuff since the uh, old show and would love to have you on Force 5. If you're interested, let me know, and we'll land on a topic and a recording time and date. show takes less than an hour to record. If not, let me know anyway. I'll stop bugging you. No hard feelings if this is the case. You can see more about me at force5podcast.com. Under the podcast tab, you can listen to a bit of the show to see if it's something you'd be interested in doing. 
uh, sign saying, saying thanks, Jason. Yeah, of course I'd do it. Yeah, I sent him back a thing. Of course I'll do it. I even came up with a great idea. Not going to share it with you because I want you to listen to that show for it. But uh, hopefully this uh, this here fella gets back to me. Let's see. Okay, we're going to move that. I'll put that in there. Okay. Uh, let's see. Another email here. I, I'm not doing the email sign. I guess we. I, I could. Yeah, right. Oh, somewhat. Yeah, I guess we could. I mean. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, let's see. Does that podcast have more uh, listeners than you? I, I don't know. I've never heard of it, so I can't tell you. Uh, this is from uh, Chris down in Fresno, who's uh, driving around children right now, avoiding bullets. Uh, it says, I went back and re-listened to the show. Hot damn, that was some good stuff. Uh, we got the audience fired up. Uh, let's see. He uh, goes on and on to talk about. Uh, some things, and then that's why so-and-so, uh, Kardashian deserves the name you gave him, Scab. He is a cunt. He killed the Golden Goose. Remember the Christmas party? I told you had a profound impact on my life. I used to live in that circle jerk echo chamber. I watched a lot of MSNBC back then. Then I heard you pop on my radio one morning. You said some shit that offended me. Most likely I did. Uh, you shocked my senses and challenged the way I thought. I learned from you then. That all my opinions and beliefs need to be cons- constantly changed. The hardest stones hone, the sharpest blades thank you. All right. Well, I appreciate that, man. Christopher, I, I love having you on the show. I'm glad that you're listening. Uh, let's see. Uh, you are and always will be the fucking man. I don't want to overstep and play Mr. Contrarian. I would be bad. Uh, do I have? Yeah. Thank you again. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. Christopher, it was good to hear from you. Thank you. Yes. All right. Next one. I mean, th- this is cool to start a Monday off with this because I don't have to think. I just have to answer. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay. Now, what the fuck do you want? Uh, This is from Brad. It says, I don't know if you'd be interested, but I guess Justin Boots has teamed up with George Strait. Do you think it would be worth getting a pair? Uh, George Strait's been with Justin Boots for a long, long time, Brad. Brad, I've seen the ads. I, I've seen the boots. George Strait collection's fantastic-looking boots. There's just nothing there. I like the Piracu, this this new fish trend in in, in boots. I, I don't care for that. Uh, the full cool ostrich look good, but I got both those colors. And yeah. His boots look fantastic, and he's like I said, he's been with him forever. Uh, yeah, let's see. I'll reply to them uh, in case Brad's not listening. Great boots, pretty. Oh, I gotta get my fingers on the right home row keys. Pretty much ones, ones I. I wear. There you go. Yeah, George Strait boots. They look great. They're and they're made by Justin, so it can't be wrong. Uh, all right, last one here now. Uh, this one is uh, f- 
from our good friend, Senior Dave Coe. Not Bucket, it's time for mail call. Edge, here! Listen up, it's time for mail call! Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, dear Mr. States, good morning to you, Arnie. I hope you had a good weekend. Good morning, ass family. I would like to take a moment to confess something to you. When you were talking about the release date of Coming to America 2, March 5th, you were very excited about it. That made me excited about it, too. However, with the pandemic that we have been dealing with for the last year, the horrible and deadly... Oh, wait. Hold on. i got to get the right sound effects for this. Uh, coronavirus. I think that sti- uh, the stiff breeze might get me inside it. That being the case, I still couldn't wait to see Coming to America 2. So on March 5th, 2021, I sat down to watch it. It was only then that I realized... I have never seen the first coming to America. What? Jesus. I didn't want to see coming to America, too, if I hadn't seen the first one. I love Eddie Murphy, so I can't understand why I never had the opportunity to watch it. So I watched the first one this weekend. Overall, I felt like it was a funny and entertaining movie, but there are a couple of things that stood out to me, and I wanted to share them with you. First of all, uh, the first thing I did when I saw John Amos in the movie was, damn, damn, damn. Where, oh, where, oh, I better not get rid of her. Where is the damn, damn, damn? That used to be on the front page. Well, you can take that the hell right out. D. Where's my damn? There we go. Damn, damn, damn! Yeah, right when James dies. Okay, all right. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I had to go a long way for that. Uh, I paused the movie to look him up on IMDb because I wanted to see when he died, but I found out he's still alive. Why did I think he was dead? I thought he was dead, too, growing up. When he died on Good Times, I thought he was dead in real life. It freaked me out when I saw him on an episode of Love Boat. Then it hit me. It was because Leslie Uggam showed us his grave marker. I guess I have a hard time separating TV from real life. That that was Esther Roll, not Leslie Uggams. Esther Roll, Dave Coe, played Florida on Good Times. Then I looked up Eddie Murphy on IMDb to see if he's been uh, busy. That's when I discovered there's a Beverly Hills Cop 4 coming out. I was shocked because I thought Hollywood have learned their lesson with Beverly Hills Cop 2 or 3. Even Paramount Picture needs a few more tax write-offs. Back to the movie uh, Coming to America. I really did enjoy it. However, I must say the part that I laughed out loudest was when a came gave the bag of money to two bums, and it was Randolph and Mortimer Duke. I fell out of my chair. That was a great movie in the movie. Uh, I judge a movie whether or not I would be willing to watch it again, and I definitely would watch it again. Now I'm looking forward to watching Coming to America 2, but I can't watch it this weekend, so on Monday, no spoilers, please. Uh, P.S., by watching the movie, I also found out where you got the soundbite for your reading letter intros. Thanks for your time. You mean... (laughs) You mean this this one right here? Okay, now what the fuck do you want? <laughs> uh, all right. 
Brad says, oh, okay, thanks. I didn't even know he was with Just Moves. Yeah. All right, I, I will do my best right now to not ruin Coming to America 2. Uh, I watched it. I enjoyed it. It was, uh, for me, the one thing I didn't like. Ah, okay. All right, David. Oh, I got you. My bad. Uh, there are some same, pretty much exactly the same jokes used. In one or two spots of the movie. And that's my only, like, like I, I wish they could have, I hated it when I saw the PG-13 label on it. Did you see Randolph and Mortimer had a small cameo appearance in coming? Yes, I, I did see them in it. Uh. I enjoyed it. I like seeing all the people that were in the movie. It was good, and but I nostalgia. Why the reason why I liked it so much is because it reminded me of the first ones. I I enjoyed the first one so much. the 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 first one is so great when Hakeem Hakeem. Walks outside and says, good morning, my neighbors. And somebody goes, hey, fuck you. Yes, fuck you too. I mean, there, there are some great parts in the first one that you just look back and, and you, you just laugh. I, I mean, honestly, the, this line. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? It's when Akeem and, and, and Simi try to get the apartment. Are there a lot of those in this movie? Nah. They didn't even, and, and what's his name? The Soul Glow guy wasn't even in it. I thought he was, uh, Eric LaSalle, I thought he was going to be in it. And, the, and the, the, the sister, I didn't see her. Was it good? It was good. But it wasn't. And I'm, I I got more Eddie Murphy stuff later on today. Well, I can tell you that coronavirus is the reason why uh, he didn't go out on tour last year. Yeah, he was thinking about it. He he really was. He was going to go out on tour, and Corona hit. This was all in his plan. He wanted to host Saturday Night Live, which he did. He did Dolomite first, then Saturday Night Live. Then he knew he was coming to America too. And then he was going to start his stand-up. Well, coronavirus knocked that out. He said, as soon as everything's open, he is going to go back down that path. Where was Sam Jackson, right? No Sam Jackson in this one. PG-13, that means they didn't show a bathtub scene. There was a bathtub scene in the original. Not one in this one. They allude to it. But yeah, I it, whenever I see PG thirteen attached to somebody really talented, I know that movie's going to take a dump. I mean, can you imagine seeing Step Brothers at PG thirteen? Yeah, it, no, no, it ain't gonna be no good. I'll just tell you that right now. 
All right, so did I get all the mail out of the way? All right. All right. Yeah, it's bad when Eric LaSalle turns you down, especially with all the work he's got going on now. <laughs> Shit. All right. So, if you're happening to look on any of my social media this weekend for me taking big bites of juicy barbecue from Franklin's Barbecue in Austin, Texas, you didn't see anything. They're going to be like, hey, Arnie, I thought you were going to go eat barbecue. Why You, you, you said you were going to video it and then review it. What's the deal? No, I'll tell you what the fucking deal is. Uh, from this moment on, it was actually said two days ago. So what's today? The, the 8th, so on the 6th. March 6th, 2021. Arnie States will never, ever step foot or eat any of Franklin Barbecue, ever. That place is trash. Flat out trash. I rate it a 0.0. That's how garbage their barbecue is. So I go to their website last week just to make sure. If you go to the website, here, you know what? Let, let, let's do this. I'll, I'll even share it with you. Franklin Barbecue. There we go. Franklin Barbecue Home. Mm-hmm. Yep. It says open for lunch six days a week. Monday closed. Tuesday uh, through Sunday, 11 till sold out, which is 2 or 3 p.m. Now, nowhere does it say anywhere in there until you start reading this really small print stuff. But when you see our hours, we're open for lunch uh, six days a week. I'd see that and go, okay, they're open. Let's go eat some barbecue, which is what we did. Got in the car at, we, we left at 4.55 a.m. Five o'clock in the morning. We roll into Austin about 8.30. Head right there. And I'm looking at it, and it doesn't look like the lights have been on in a while. And, like, they, they it, it's looking strange. And then I saw the sign saying the dining room is closed. Dining room's closed. This is Texas. We've been open for fucking months. Why is your dining room closed? Because they're a bunch of mask-wearing fucking hippies. So then I see an old boy walking out to the curbside. Now, see, you can order. You can order curbside, right? But it's usually sold out a week ahead of time. So I could have called in an order and said, hey, we want to pick this up. What do you got? They're going to say lips and assholes. They're not going to have ribs. They're not going to have brisket. That shit's sold out. Why? Because when you do a, a call-in order, 
Now, now see, it says open for lunch six days a week. If you do a call-in order, you've got to order at least three pounds of meat. Now, I, I know that there are a lot of big eaters out there, but I don't know a lot of people that eat three pounds of meat for lunch. And that's the only way you can get it, is drive-up service. And yes, Brady Kid is correct. Everybody else had patio dining in Austin. They have a patio. Let me walk in and buy some goddamn food. So then the, the old boy's out there, and I said, uh, y- y'all's dining room still ain't open? No, curbside only, man. It's been that way since March. And I just wanted to go, it is March, fuckface. So they're a bunch of fucking nimby-pimby, fucking just slack-jaw fucking queefs. Ended up going to the Salt Lick in Round Rock. Yeah, it was good. Yum. I was so fucking pissed off. I was so fucking mad. You got to have that shit just all the way across. Dine in in closed. This is a world-renowned place. And look, it's my fault. I should have called. I should have called. It's completely my fault. I know. But all I got to say to Franklin Barbecue is fuck you. You guys can kiss my ass. Oh, I was pissed off about that. Oh, what a, in, in Austin, such a dirty, hippie fucking town as it is. So now it's 8.30 in the morning. We just drove three and a half hours. Uh, it, 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 it's almost nine now, by the way, because I've been fucking str- screaming and just yelling this entire time. So we go over to the boot store, which, by the way, doesn't open until, of course... 10. Nothing opens until 10. So we go to the boot store. They didn't have anything. Went to the Texas bookstore. It was nice to see that, but, you know, they hate fat people over there, so they ain't got nothing for me. Now, I just, I look, we're, we're going to, to Salt Lake, and it's going to be good. I've already eaten there. Fantastic. It's in the same parking lot from where the Round Rock Minor League Baseball team plays. Didn't even go to the big and fat store in Austin because I guess it's closed. So I was like, shit, let's just go home. You know, we ate. I had lovely lunch. Great. Awesome. Brisket was good, real good, delicious, better than Franklin's. By the way, everybody's brisket is better than Franklin's. If you go to Arby's today and get a brisket sandwich, it will be better than Franklin's. I'm just telling you. So then we get on the road home. Now, mind you, there are nothing but stupid idiots on the road all day that I have to come in contact with. Uh, 
And, of course, they're driving all like idiots. And I, and I know the way home. I can get home, no problem. Finally get on the, the, the right area, you know, and I, and I know that I'm not going to be stuck in any turn lanes or anything like that. Well, this old boy in this fucking uh, dark blue Tahoe decides that he's just going to cut me off last minute. He's going to cut me off. It damn near hit me. So, of course, I'm going to honk and I'm going to flip him off because, well, that's what you do. So, I ended up getting around him and driving past him, continuing to flip him off. Well, then he drives past us and then turns around and throws a fucking full can of, I don't know what it was. Looked like a silver can, so it's either Diet Coke or fucking Coors Light. Throws it and hits the fucking window on the car. And then he exits immediately. Fucking pussy. Oh, I got his license plate number, though. Uh-huh. I got that motherfucker's license plate number. I put it up on my Facebook page. What a suck, what a suck of shit that guy was. No, the window didn't break, thank God, because he threw like a fucking queef. Oh, I was fucking heated. Called the cops. They can't do anything. Cops are fucking useless with that. Text it to me. Thank God it wasn't Twisted T. Your vehicle would have been totaled. <laughs> Uh oh! I I put the I put the dude's driver's I I, I put his uh, license plate up on Facebook. I didn't give a shit. What kind of fucking asshole throws a can at a fucking car? Oh, you got a fucking whooping coming, dude! You got a big old whooping coming. Now, I do have the story. You want to talk about whoopings? I have it. You guys have emailed me. You've texted me. Hey, Arnie, do you have this? Do you have this? I have it. Thank you so much. The bed and body worth fight. Two white women going at it. Oh, you privileged. Oh, I'm taking you down. Oh, my God. Oh, it's Bath and Body Works employee against one woman. A man is in there. He's grabbing tit. Now another customer has finally gotten in saying, hey, let her go. Let her go. Oh, my God. She just attacked her. Oh, no. Oh, my God. More mayhem is broken out. Holy Lord. The fat woman that jumped in to help is now being executed out by another man. Oh, do not fuck with the bed body or bath and body works employees. They will kick your ass. Oh my god. Come on, let's go round two. Ding ding ding. She needs her purse. Who attacked who? This is another angle. Get in! 
President of the United States. I don't give a fuck. Trash. Ooh, she called her trash. This is where it all began, I believe. Man, nothing cool like this happens to me ever when I go in Bath and Body Works. Oh, now the redheaded gal. This this gal's getting involved. Oh, oh this is fantastic. Oh my, oh! Things are being thrown! Good Lord! Good God, oh good God, here it is! The melee! Down goes the shopper! Down goes the shopper from the other angle! Oh! Man, oh man! Oh, this is glorious, ladies and gentlemen! Oh, you can find this footage at TMZ.com. Oh, it's a doozy. Good God. She's broken half. She's dead. Oh, my God. Good God, she opened a can of bath scrub on her. She's stomping a mud hole and cleaning her feet. Oh. Let's see, she grabs body spray and uses mace. My eyes are sting, but that smells fantastic. No shit, man. Nothing cool like that ever happens when I'm in a mall. And that is one of the last stores you'd expect to see any kind of crazy strife going on at. Bath and Body Works. They have to check your pulse when you walk into that store. These gals are fired up, man. Those gals wanted to throw down. You know what? Let's go start some shit in Bath and Body Works. All right. Because the one gal's like in a dress and, and like a, 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 a sweater-ish type deal. She looks kind of like, like she's going out fancy or something that day. The other gal is in like this tube top and fucking bikini. And, and she's not the kind of girl that should be wearing a tube top. Too bad this didn't happen at Bed Bath and Beyond. We could have ever labeled it Blood Bath and Beyond. Oh man, what a fight! What a great fisticuffs! Man, that shit's good. That's the way you like. You, you got to start a Monday off with something cool like that. So let's see. I did the mails. Did the movie review. Talked about a Murphy. The, the shit happens in fucking, what's, who's he, what's it? Uh, I want to get into a fight into the kitchen section at Kohl's and beat someone with every type of frying pan. <laughs> uh, what else do I have? Jeez, uh, I don't know. Miss break, nothing. Got the top ten songs. We're going to do that later. All right, now let let's let's just jump into it, shall we? Let let's talk about the fire. Oh, boy, mace. I haven't seen what the ratings are. They said this was going to challenge the Super Bowl, which it, let, let me just say, uh, <laughs> motherfucker, you ain't challenging the damn Super Bowl. All right, with Meghan Markle and and, and Prince Harry Markle. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I got. I got to really start this. Uh, we got to stop calling Harry the Prince because that motherfucker ain't a prince no more. He's just Harry. He's just Harry Markle. 
Uh, I want to get okay. Read that. So I guess last night was the big interview on Oprah. Harry told Oprah that he felt trapped by royal life, and he was surprised that he was cut off financially and lost his security last year. Well, let's just, okay, let's jump in real quick, both feet with that. Uh, He's, wait, wait, he's surprised? That, That should tell you enough right there about Harry Markle. He felt like he was trapped, so when he left it and was cut off financially, he's like, but now I'm amazed. Why are you cutting me off, governor? Well, it's because you don't work here anymore. Is, is Harry that dumb to think that once you leave a job, that place still pays you? And they weren't going to pay for your security anymore? Motherfucker, why do you need security? You're the the seventh in line for the throne, so it ain't ever going to happen. Where's Sussex? Nobody knows where Sussex is or cares. So if that's the area that you're the supreme ruler of, you want to get paid, go issue some taxes on them, dummy. But uh, no, once you, once, once you leave, uh, no, we don't pay. Sorry. Sorry about that. The corgis outside should have told you. Uh, He did not feel his family supported him or Megan. Quote, I went into it uh, not not naively because I didn't grow up watching the royal family, Megan said. It wasn't something that was part of conversations at home. Let me just say this right now. Nobody knows what it's like to live like a king or queen. We can only assume. We can only assume that when we see scenes like from coming to America where there are royal bathers, you can only hope that's real. This is where, boy, they they took a couple nice little shots at the beginning, and then here we go. Megan, who is biracial, okay, alleged when she was first uh, pregnant with her son Archie, there were, quote, concerns and conversations about how dark her skin might be when he's born. Megan said she was not privy to such conversations, but Harry was. But they won't reveal who the conversations were with. Why not? By the way, that would be something that you would probably want to concern yourself with. But then you look at Harry and go, nope. Nope, I'm going to tell you that that ginger fucking Y chromosome is going to leave that kid a great shade of white. That kid ain't going to have to worry about coming out looking like grandma. Because I guess dad was the white one, mom is the black, and, and, and Meghan Markle was produced. By the way, Meghan Markle don't look all that black. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. She don't look like, she, she doesn't look black. Uh, 
Megan said she soon grew concerned about her son not having a royal title because it meant he wouldn't be provided security. Why does he need security? He needs to be safe. We're not saying don't make him a prince or princess, whatever it's going to be, but you're saying <laughs> title is going to affect the protection? Yes. Yeah, they don't they don't protect regular people there. They they just don't. I imagine a lot of people have asked. But then it gets ramped way up. By the way, if you don't think that this was a stage question, and now you're going to see me get upset too. Because I, I hate, man, nothing pisses me off more than this shit. Winfrey asked Megan if the media frenzy had any impact on her mental health. Well, here's the softball I'm lobbing up for you. Megan replied that she had experienced suicidal thoughts, and she tried to seek help through the palace's human resource department, but was allegedly told by a senior member of the institution that receiving mental health care could reflect poorly on the family. Well, if it's in the palace, they don't have to know about it. So you kind of walked yourself into that one. And, and and let me just say this right now. Don't do it. Don't you dare start saying that you are running down the old suicide path. Come on now. Have have a little bit of respect. I don't buy this with all the fucking money in China. I was really ashamed to say it at the time and ashamed to have to admit it to Harry, especially because I know how much uh, loss he suffered. Uh, but I knew if I didn't say that I would do it, and I just didn't just didn't want to be alive anymore. Because your son doesn't have protection? Really? That's why you're going to kill yourself. You're going to kill yourself because you're, you're, you're no longer... And, and by the way... There's nobody there to call her out on this bullshit. HR, do you file a complaint on the queen hostile work environment? She said actually the queen is a very nice person to her. Nothing but warm. She's still kissing that ass. Harry then admitted he also went to a very dark place when Meghan was feeling suicidal. Motherfucker, please. Let me just tell you this right now. If anybody in that damn palace is feeling suicidal, I need to go over to that palace and kick all their fucking asses. How do you feel suicidal in a fucking palace? The bitch wore a $5,000 dress to do this interview in. Come on now. The Markles want to come out like, oh my gosh. They oh what an awful life they lived. Where all their meals were taken care of. They never had to worry about paying a bill. There was always nannies and fucking people there to watch their shit fucking kid. If they wanted to have a, a night out. 
and all you got to do is act like royalty. That's it. By the way, I will take that job. Hey, Andrew, if, you, if you're off of teen girls and you want old fat guys, I'm your man. Move, move, move me into the house. I will act fucking royal as a motherfucker. This is just, I, this is the I can't believe they would make us do all that. Do all what? What do you have to do? What does a royal have to do? They ain't got to do shit. They show up for a bunch of charity shit, and they're given free money by the fucking country they live in. This kid Archie's wardrobe is already worth more than mine, and he's what, like two? And by the way, with all this wardrobe money, y'all need to help Harry out. That son of a bitch still don't know how to dress. Look, Harry, you are a dork. You need to wear a hat at, at most of the time. You need to find out a look with a hat. And that ginger beard, that, that just creams fucking getting my van. I really do despise these two more than anybody. I think as male and females goes, they're they're probably my number two male-female group I I, I hate. Yeah, they're they're number two. They're a strong two. During last night's discussion, Megan also discussed her inability to speak about difficulties arising in her life, which she found ironic since she's been such an advocate for women speaking out. When asked whether she was silent or silenced, Megan responded, the latter. (laughs) Really? They silenced you, right? Like... This is the thing. This is the thing that I just laugh. Who wins in a fight, Megan or the Queen? Oh, the Queen. The Queen plays dirty. She is gonna kick her right in the snatch and twist their fucking shoe off in there. Queen wins all damn day. She's gonna get some of that old Kabuki green mist and blow it in Megan's eyes. Probably hit her with the fucking thumb. Mmm, rabbit puncher a bunch, bite, Mm mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I I got the queen all day. But really, I I mean, it sounds like, like, if I'm doing this interview, I look at him, I go, were you guys held hostage? It felt that way. No, 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 there's a feeling that way, and then there's a being held hostage thing. See, there's being held hostage, which means they don't let you leave ever. Here you had the freedom to come and go as you please, right? Well, yeah. Okay. So if things were that bad, then you could have hopped in one of your really fancy-dancy cars that you got. You could have drove down to the old BBC, 
walked on in and said, hey, there's a, a nobody would have bought that story from you? Really? It was so bad that you thought of killing yourself but not exposing them. Interesting. Oh, that's what you're doing now. You're exposing them now, now that you're an entire ocean away. Oh, okay. And she should have fucking responded by blowing a loud fart. Queen will stuff a tea bag down her throat like million dollar man stuffed money in opponent's mouth. Uh, Alicia says, my question is, didn't she know what she's going to be expected of her before she married Harry? Like, typically, when you date, you know you have an idea what you're getting into. How did she not know this lifestyle was not going to be for her? She's a shit-stirring whore. Yeah, let me just give you the first one of the week. Correct the mundo. This girl had to be vetted by them. She went through all the vetting. She knew exactly what the life was about. But she wants to be the queen of the castle. See, that's the problem here. Is that Megan will never be top dog here. Megan, Megan has this, I, I, and I don't know where she got it from. But all of a sudden she got with Harry and then she got some, she got some moxie in her if you will. She was no longer okay with being, you know, briefcase 14 or that chick on that USA Today or USA Network show, Suits, it's no longer on. She was going to be the star. It didn't happen. Movie roles did not come at her right away. When they announce the engagement, like Princess uh, Prince uh, Princess Grace, and she's like, "Wait a second, hold on here a sec. And then she realized that when she got in that house, she was not the baddest bitch in the house. She claims that Kate Middleton made her cry. But you're gonna let Kate Middleton make you cry, girl? You ain't from the hood. Ain't no girl from the hood ever going to let fucking prim and proper Kate Middleton make you cry. That was another bombshell release last night. Kate did something to her that made her cry. Probably called her out on all this bullshit. But she knows that she's not even as relevant as, uh, what's her name? What, what What's, uh... What's that creature that Prince Charles is married to? Cruella? Isn't that her name? Something like that? She's never even going to be on that ladder. Because you got the old broad who's in charge now. Prince Charles will be in charge for a few weeks. Then he'll probably croak. His wife won't ever see the the throne. So she's going to be kicked out. And then it'll be Harry's turn. Harry will be the queen or the king or queen, whichever one he decides to be. And his wife will be the queen. And that's as close as you're ever going to get. Ever. Megan's first meal in the palace. Kate pops a squat and shits on her plate. See, that's what a gangster would have done. 
but she let the queen do that to her. I know I spend far too much time on them, but I spend this time on them because it's in every, it's everywhere. You go to every news site out there, this story is on there. Is this real news? No, that's why I love it. (laughs) Two things that nobody has ever said before. Kate Middleton made me cry, and Prince Charles makes my ears look big. (laughs) Oh, poor old Charles. Remember the days when he fancied playing polo and he would always fall off the horse? He was like, he was honestly our, our he was our Billy, Billy Carter. He was, our, he was our, what was his name, Richard Clinton, Robert Clinton, I don't know, but, uh, Jethro Clinton, Bill Clinton's brother. That's why pre- Prince Charles was pretty much that drunk, stumbling, stupid brother, but he was a son. Shit, that's why Andrew, uh, Andrew went fucking crazy. Prince Andrew now knew he was never going to be the king. Yeah, might as well have some pedo sex now. Shit, he's he he's the, he's going to be the king's brother, and he's going to be out. This family is so fucked up. Oh, it's great. How great would that be? That now, now, see, that would be a great animated series. The royal family. You can fuck with them. They're royal family. Queen's this dirty old hag who sits in there. I mean, smoking all day long until she's got to do her little press conferences, and then she puts on her fancy little hat and all that kind of shit. Prince Charles walks around the house like he's an idiot. Duh. Hey, everybody, uh, bro, I'm, I'm Charles. Oh, you, you give me time to hash that show out. That show's a winner. That's the real crown. Have all these old characters having fucking swinger parties. You know, the queen's all about that. That's why her husband was having heart issues. He couldn't keep up with all the old orgies going on. At Westminster Palace, the palace of love. <laughs> you walk into the queen's bedroom, and all of a sudden, as soon as you walk in, you hear the music. You know it's on. Oh, queen drops her bloomers. She's ready to go. Uh, let's see, anything else here on this horrid story? Let's see, Megan initiated by having Kamala sit on her face for some vaginal waterboarding. <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, Harry acknowledged he does not have a close relationship with his brother. Yeah, yeah, fucking, because his brother's like, what are you doing? Why are you being so stupid? We were groomed for these roles, moron. And you want to go live in Hollywood 
What the fuck? You want to actually work? Not me. I got to dress up once a day. I go out, take some pictures, answer some stupid questions. Then I'm back here watching the soccer match. You think I'm fucking Kate? No, I'm fucking like the other house chicks around here. Come on. Kate's just there for show. I talk to her maybe once, twice a week. Additionally, Megan addressed the rumor that she had made her sister-in-law, Kate, cry at her wedding. Uh, see, I don't think it's fair to get in a fair to her to get into details because she did apologize. She added it was hard to get over the incident because everyone knew in the Institute it wasn't true. With the ear gold digger? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, that, that was wrong of me. I love this. Prince Harry and Meghan departed royal life a year over a year ago. Well, then stop calling him Prince Harry. Call him Harry Markle. Oh, at the end of this thing, if you or no, if you uh, if you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at one eight hundred two seven three talk. That's one eight hundred two seven three. Eight two five five. I'm glad they add that in there. But all right, so quick poll here, ass family. How many people you think she? How many of you think she was really quote unquote suicidal? Nobody answered. I guess nobody thinks she was suicidal then. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, all right, we'll take a break here. She wasn't, B. Coop says. All right. Uh, take a break. We come back. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I got to go over all the fucking news, and then maybe we'll do the top ten songs of all time. That's all coming up right here at ArnieRadio.com. Hold on a second. Let me put this up there. Oh, wait. No, I won't put this down here. Like this. I looked over at my pillow, but your face wasn't there. And I don't smell the perfume you used to wear. And I don't see your blouse or jeans. Or your pretty white cotton gown And I've looked all over hell But heaven can't be found I looked on the bedside table 
But your jewelry was all gone And I just wish you'd call me Every time I look at the phone I look in our dressing mirror And I saw myself break down Oh, I've looked all over hell But heaven can't be found I've called and looked in every place
to the Arnie State Show, also known as Ass. Your ass look good. I'm gonna violate that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775-357-FANS. See, there you go. I played some new country music on the show. It's not really new, but newer. That John Party fella. I kind of like him. I like that song a lot. That's a good song. Christopher says that was a sad song. Which one? That one or Heaven Can't Be Found? Heaven Can't Be Found is my mom's favorite song, so I, I play that every now and then. Uh, so, yeah. But that uh, John Party song on his heartache medication. It, actually, good song. I got I, I to gotta say, like the song a lot. Uh, all right. Now let's, let's break into the real news of the world. This is what's funny. Biden signs executive order expanding voter access. How much more access do we need to be able to vote? Uh, I, I mean, honestly, on, uh, like, like after this year, you think that we're going to, we need more voters, a record amount of votes that won. And a record amount of people that voted. But we need more. Which, hey, I'm in favor. We had, what, 150 million Americans vote out of a possible 330 million? Hey, it's an improvement, and I'll take it. Uh, But his initial steps in his efforts to protect the right to vote and ensure all uh, eligible citizens can freely participate. How many votes do trans people get? Do they get one vote? Is it just one vote? Or do they get to vote for both? Well, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I do know. I'm just trying to be mean right now. Because I think the idea of saying, oh, well, we need to, we need to make voting more, more available. How much more available do you want it outside of with the idiots that are out there that clamor, well, we should be able to vote online. Okay, then, then get ready for a trillion votes. Brady Kidd says, I mean, dead people can vote now. Biden is trying to rig the next election so conservatives don't have a chance. Dead people voted. Our access is that good. Yeah, it is. It's fantastic. And yes, this is the play. The play is to make it to where all these people who shouldn't be voting, felons. And look, we can sit down someday and have the conversation on the show if you should receive your right to vote back. We can we can sit and talk about that. But the way it is now, no, you can't. Should felons be uh, given a chance to own a gun again? Some felonies are not violent felonies. They're still felonies. You can't own a vote. You can't own a gun if you're a convicted felon. Yet they do. I know I, I know that's crazy. It's crazy that, that, that only people that own guns legally treat them bad. I like how that they're trying to create how voting rights in America are the same as they've been since the 60s, which is 
such a, a, an outlandish, ridiculous lie. You have to go down there and actually vote. That, that, what they want to do is they want to make it to where the vote comes to you. You don't have to lift a muscle. And whatever party does that, that's the party for you. Well, you actually, to vote, that means you have to go and vote. The word is a verb. It means it's an action. It's something that you are doing. But now they're making it easier because I, I guess it was too hard to, you know, Google, where can I register to vote when you get into a town? Yeah, I, I, I know. It was that hard. It was that hard. Do you, do you know the first thing that I received when I got back home to Texas was my voter registration card? Boy, it was so hard that a fucking dummy like me could figure it out. This is what I hate. I, I, I hate the the bullshit bureaucracy and the, hey, look at us. We're great. But now, I look, I, I know that we did probably do jokes about this. Braddy Kid reminded me I did jokes about this before. But it's happening. It's happening. If you thought that Dr. Seuss was alone, Richard says, I'm a felon. I can legally vote in California. I believe my gun rights should be restored. I'm a conservative libertarian. Okay, that's, I mean, hey, we can sit and have the, the discussion, Richard, about it. I'm a person, I, I, I don't know what you were convicted of. I, I don't know. I don't want, know what the rate of recidivism is in, in your I mean, look, honestly, it, it's a sit-down discussion. What felonies should be able to maybe go and get their gun rights restored or their voting rights? Because I don't think that all felons should be having their, their, their voting rights given back. Look, it's a punishment. You infringed on someone's rights for their lifetime. They're always going to be your victim. And I, I'm not trying to come down on you, Richard. I'm sure that you've paid your debt and you're moving on. You're, you're a fantastic-ass family member. I know that much. I learned this a long time ago from someone I worked with who had trauma of when they were growing up as children. Bad, bad things happened to them. And I told this person simply one day to get over it. Found out that's not the right way to do it. I think, you know what I think? I think that they should allow, if you want to get to it, uh, I, and I, I'm not asking you what your crimes are, Richard, uh, but if you are a felon, let's, let's say that you, you, you robbed a liquor store. Okay. You held them up. They gave you the money. You got caught. You did your time. You paid your due. Okay. I think that it should be up to the person that you held up, that person and that, that, that 
entity it is, especially the person, their vote counts, is if they think you should be able to own a gun again. If they say yes and have forgiven you, I'm good. If they say no, then no. And same with voting. I like that. Let, let's make this let, let's make this a big 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 democracy, shall we? All right. So first, it was Dr. Seuss. Well, it wasn't even him first, but last week it was him. Now, They've gone after, let's see, uh, Speedy Gonzalez. I don't know why. Mammy Two Shoes. I don't even know who that is. And now they are coming after Pepe Le Pew. Hey, hey, I'm just going to tell you, Pepe Le Pew is the rapiest character ever on television. And that's what they say. He normalized rape culture. Really, he, really, he, he normalized it. He never got any. This person writes, uh, well, let's, uh, RW blogs are mad because I said Pepe Le Pew added to rape culture. Let's see. He grabs, kisses a girl stranger repeatedly without consent and against her will. She struggles mightily to get away from him, but he won't release her. He locks a door to prevent her from escaping. This helped teach boys that no really didn't mean no. That it was part of the game. Well, first of all, first of all, let, 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 me, let me just go on the record and say, also, also, you are obviously against any kind of trans issues whatsoever because remember it was always a cat he was trying to get not a female skunk he was a skunk he was looking for some pussy you dumb motherfuckers so that should throw it all off right there because he's going after interspecies stuff and that's gross Uh, so my record is for selling pot. Uh, who's the victim in my case? The people who willingly purchased the pot or the person who snitched on Mr. Well, we can go down that road. The The person that, that, that suffers from it or the people that had to pick it and then mule it over, those people would be considered the victims because a lot of them are doing it for the cartel if that's where it came from. I But that's what I would say. That's But – that's what I would say as an attorney. I don't care. Uh, why not cancel Woody Woodpecker? His name stands for <laughs> the penis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He Woody Woodpecker. Yeah. All three names. The only thing that Pepe did was make French people think it's okay to stink. Ah, oh, oh, wee wee. Pepe Le Pew furthers rape culture because he's hiding behind a dark door. And he violently fucking takes the power against that that cat. That, by the way, always fights him off. Have you ever noticed that? Pepe Le Pew never gets any. 
Pepe Le Pew's balls are so blue. Jesus, you could fucking find Nemo in those balls. I'd like to also point out that Lola Bunny is uh, is under attack. Hack job feminazi whores who don't like the fact that she was hot bunny playing basketball in Space Jam. Now she looks like a gross lesbian. No crop top, thick thighs, and big tits. Bring back Lola. Recast him as Kamala Woodpecker. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let, let, let's go ahead and predict it. Let's predict that, that Revenge of the Nerds will be canceled within the next 24 hours. I'm on. Is the show on today? Mixler is fucking with me, app and online. No, you guys hear me. I'm on. Uh, let's see. They come after Jessica Rabbit. I'm grabbing a pitchfork and a torch. That, that This is so stupid that they're coming after cartoons now and, 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 and Dr. Seuss books. I was happy to see something, and I it had to be, it had to be another student of, who hasn't been brainwashed at the University of Texas yet. I was at the bookstore this weekend, and it's one of my favorite places to go. Now, not anymore that I've gotten super fat, but it's okay. I still like going in. And it was over in the graduate section. It was like literary month or whatever. And even at the University of Texas, they had three Dr. Seuss books in there. They had three of them. And, and I don't remember if they were the ones that are being portrayed as the evil books now or not, but I thought that was funny that it's such a fucking liberal college like UT, they had the cuts to put that in, and the co-op, the bookstore is fucking big time place. So if, it, if it's meant to come down, it'll come down. But I, I, I think it's great. I thought that that was good to see. This whole idea of canceling shit out. I don't know how Looney Tunes has any old cartoons. I mean, Bugs Bunny used to want to bomb the Japs. Got to get rid of those. Now, I, I think Disney is going to play a 10-second fucking little screen. Talks about how when this movie was made, it was culturally unacceptable or it was acceptable to use these terms and use these ways, blah, blah, blah. They're going to try to give you a message now before all movies. Don't you think by now that we have been, I want to say, overserved political correctness? I know that that's really an understatement to say that we've been undersold political correctness or, or, or over if you will. We know what is and isn't right. We can look back. We knew as kids. Come on. We knew as kids. That Pepe Le Pew was a creep. 
He wasn't a favorite of anybody's. He was a creep. We knew that about him. They always tried to get him some, and he was a creep for it. We knew that Bugs Bunny was always going to win. There was never, ever going to be a time that he was going to end up on a dinner plate of Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd, the worst hunter known to mankind. We all know that if he was a real hunter in real life, he would be dead. I mean, I want to say this line here. It's so funny, It's but it's so racist. I'm going to say it because you guys know it's a joke anyway. I mean, look, look, really? Speedy Gonzalez? How many fast Mexicans do you know? <laughs> That's a joke. That's just a joke, but it's funny. It's funny if you think about it. Oh, look at that. Adam J got in. Woo, Buenos dias, Arnie. Fuck Mixler, just saying. Oh, I understand. I get it. I'm so glad I still have a DVD of Song of the South for my son to watch. Good. Fast Mexican is an oxymoron. Dave Coe says, just me. I still want to buy some so, 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 some eggs from po, 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 Porky Pig. I mean, come on. They, I'm surprised. Honestly, I'm surprised they haven't tried to outlaw the violence that goes on between the coyote and woodpecker or, Woody, or, or the roadrunner. I'm surprised that they don't look at that as like uh, domestic violence. That the roadrunner is the woman and the coyote's the man. Then he's trying to beat her and kill her, but all the bad stuff is happening to him. Give it time. Just give it time. They'll figure out what it is. Oh, it could be that the brown character always loses. Mm. Think about that. This is so stupid, though. I, I, I mean, honestly, there's, there's dumb shit out there, and then there's really, really dumb shit out there. And you look at this, and you go, God damn it. What could that lead to? And then you go, oh, fuck, no, I didn't mean to ask that. Because then you find out what it leads to. It leads to more stupidity. Big stores in California under a new bill that is being uh, talked about will have to get rid of separate boys and girls departments for toys and clothes. Are you fucking kidding me? The proposal would require stores with 500 or more employees to maintain undivided areas of its sales floor for children, child care items, Kids' clothes and toys. How do I know where to go? 
excuse me, where's the men's section? Over there. Are you, are you serious? We, we live in a world now where you can't have a boys and girls section in a store. Are you, are you serious? By the way, I do not have a Grady Judd for today. I am so sorry. I will have it first thing tomorrow. Oh, Scott, Scott, they, oh, uh, th that's going to be one that they forget. They already canceled Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam. Now it's Pepe Le Pew. Next will be your boy, Foghorn Leghorn, for showing pride of the South. They're going to turn him gay. I'm, I already know. I'm going to have to get this tattoo removed. So now I have to look through dresses to find my, my son some new shorts, probably. As a kid, I always avoided the pink uh, section of the store like those, like the plague. Next will be DXL and Torrid. Jesus Christ. That will save you some money then. You won't catch me in one of them fucking stores. This is this is so ridiculous. How about we, we open a lawsuit against the men's warehouse? Is that next? They've been discriminating against me for years. I mean, I, seriously, people, wake the fuck up. Grow up. Stores would face a $1,000 fine for failing to comply. Un-goddamn believable. The bill, co-authored by Democrat Evan Lowe, who chairs the California Legislative LGBT Caucus, First introduced last year, but scrapped as the pandemic came to the forefront. Lowe told the Sacramento Bee he was inspired by Target's move to do away with gendered signs in 2015. Quote, as much as I'd like to think that this, uh, as watershed legislation, this is something the industry is already doing. We're just trying to play catch up. Un-goddamn believable. You want to get, and really, oh yeah. He also cited a staffer's nine-year-old daughter who complained the science toys were in the boys' section of his store. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. Motherfucker, you made that shit up. Ain't a whole lot of nine-year-old boys wanting science toys either. I'm, ju I'm just saying. Do you know why you can find science toys on the shelf? Because they're not popular. What happens every year to the, 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 the biggest, most popular toy? It sells out. Yep, you go over to that learning section and they are full stock everywhere. Why? Because kids don't want that shit.
If a kid wants a science set, he just wants something to blow up. I'll say, if a kid under the age of 11 asks for a science set, that kid wants something to blow up because he has tried with everything that's under your sink. And once you start taking science classes, maybe your kids start to nerding up a little bit. Nerding. I just use the word nerding. I love that. That that could be my favorite thing I've ever done ever on the air. Your kids start to nerdin' up again. I, I, I made that an adjective and a verb at the same time. Do you understand how good I am at this job? Where I can just come up with words that will now be in your lexicon forever? You are welcome. Yeah, once your kids start to nerdin' up, then you can get them signed shit. I didn't want to speak and spell or anything like that when I was five. I wanted the Lone Ranger cap gun set. You goddamn right. It's the parents who buy all these hoity-toity fucking toys for kids. Ain't no nine-year-old girl. Daddy, daddy. I want a science set. I don't want the Barbie gal pals of... <laughs> Barbie and her gal pals of appropriation. That's just funny. I am really proud of nerding. I mean, I, I, I kind of set myself up there. That, that was pretty good. And by the way, you, it, it's easy to make these words into like, you know, when you karate somebody, that was my all-time favorite. Nerding could be up there. Oh, you're, you're nerding yourself up, huh? Bam, that is so good. You, you would spell it nerd in. I nerd in, nerd in. I-N, apostrophe, E-N, not sure. Just know how genius that is. And yes, you guys can have it. You guys can use it. And I'm sure you will. What is so wrong? I, I, can, can anybody, I, I know that Mixler's acting up today. Can anybody please tell me? Why is it wrong to have a boys and girls section at a store? Why is that a final? Uh, what, what, why is that so bad that there's a boys section and a girls section? Why is that so terrible? It's finable now. Can you have something that says his clothes, her clothes, their toys? Because if this is truly over, and, and by the way, if this is truly over a nine-year-old girl falsely wanting a, a, a science set, then that they should just shut up. Hey, you're on the air. What's up, Dave Coe? Hey, Arnie. So, okay, I'll chime in on this one. I, I don't have I don't have a reason for you as to why it would be wrong, but I'm just flabbergasted that the government can come in and tell someone who's trying to sell his wares how he has to sell it. Yeah, he should be he should be able to sell it whatever way he thinks it'll sell the most product, not on how they might 
think that he could offend somebody. I, I don't understand. How, well, first of all, I'm glad you brought that up. How is that offensive? How is boys' clothes and girls' clothes, how is that offensive? Because they're, they're saying, I'm assuming they're saying, uh, that you are assuming their identity and they're impressionable, so you shouldn't assume their identity so they can discover it for themselves. Well, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not assuming anything. These clothes that are over here that say boys' clothes are yeah. designed to fit boys' bodies. Right. And, nope. it, and, and it, that's all it is. They're not saying that your kid is a boy or a girl. Th- these clothes are designed to fit a boy's body or a girl's body. Yeah, well, they want to live in a generic gender world where it doesn't say boys' clothes or girls' clothes. It just says clothes. So everybody's just going to wear moo-moos. You know what? They, I wonder if they would be okay if it said trans clothes. It just did no, 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 no. Just clothes. It, it just says clothes, and it's nothing but different mm-hmm. colored moo-moos. Oh, I, I think that, you know, we laugh about that and think that's outrageous, but I'll bet it's not far from the truth. No, no, and that's the sad part is that you got these really, really quote unquote smart people in office. This is why you vote mm-hmm. in local elections for fucking shit fucks like this idiot. Who's who's ramming this shit down? I think this is the same guy who passed the legislation that says now that uh, you can have a bigger than ten year age difference in in, in sexual partners. <laughs> he, and he did that because they said they were targeting the gays. So now your eleven year old can be with the twenty one year old. You know, I knew that day was coming. I knew. That day was coming mm-hmm. when they were going to cloud all ages to where pretty soon, and I've said this before on your show, pretty soon pedophilia will be okay. They're just conditioning your mind to make people think that it's everything is okay. It, there are it, no lines. It's going down that road. And look, they've already started with the pedophilia with the, oh, this is how they're born. See, this is why gay people don't like them because it took forever to get that into – the, the actual conversation that science says you're born gay. Well, about 50% of science says you're born gay. The other 50% say you choose it. So it, they, they go with that number. and it, 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 Like they've been doing the study for a long time. And well, now they're going to do the same thing with this. They're going to say, well, you were born with that condition. Huh. How come I can't be recognized as someone who's born with enjoying my masculinity? How come that's wrong? Uh, because well, it's wrong because well, you you shouldn't you shouldn't because you enjoying it is uh, at the at the cost of someone below you. Mm. That, I that's didn't realize those, that yeah. Me. Oh yeah. I didn't realize that elevated me. I thought that was just who I identified as me. No, no, no. You can't have any masculinity. Masculinity is nothing but toxic. Oh, okay. I'll try yeah. and change. Yeah, please do. Please do. Are you, are you, <laughs> Will you send me pictures of you in that calendar? <laughs> no, I will not. I don't want to be the reason that you change. I, I knew you were my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got to go to work. All right, pal. Take care. Bye. See ya. Uh, always good to have Dave Coe on the show. If you clone a transgender, would the clone be trans? I, 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 I don't know. That's a great question. Straight Fire says, can't say moo-moo will piss off the vegans. Ah, 
Yes, they, they're close, close. That, that's all you can wear is close, close. Every size fits everybody. And you have to wear a big-ass silly hat with it. One that nobody can see your face. Because if you choose to grow facial hair, uh, that's being a little toxic masculinity right there. Uh, but we want to be able to not tell people apart. You know, in this day and age where, you know, terrorists wear the same shit. We don't want to tell people apart ever. Even though we feel safer with all these cameras are up that take people's pictures, we don't want to tell people apart, though. Because if you tell people apart, Arnie, do you wear moo-moos? <laughs> Not yet. Soon, my friend, soon. This is so dumb. If I owned, a, if, if I was rich enough, if, if I had a store... It, like in San Francisco, and I'd be pissed at this. I'd be like, okay. I would have nothing but, like, fucking coveralls in my store, like, the next day. All all fucking khaki coveralls. That's all we sell. That's it. There you go. Enjoy it. There's no boys. There's no girls. There are coveralls. Yeah, so one store to go out of business, don't care. I don't give a shit. And by the way, if that, that store goes out of business and it's in California, oh, God, no, I'll have to move out of California again. And you guys know that I enjoyed I enjoyed the people of California. You guys made me feel welcome there. You guys always made me feel at home in California. And Nevada. I'm not going to say anything bad about the state of Nevada either. It's just the policies of that state have gotten, they've, they, they're going crazy. I don't know how you guys are surviving. I honestly don't. I, I, am, I am taking my, ta- my hat off to you right now. Because I was able to move back home to Texas last August, and I've been able to do shit. I've gone to sporting events. I've gone to the movies, go to the mall. Comedy clubs here are open. I I just don't go to any of them yet. And you guys have been locked down. The essential workers can go to work, but that's pretty much it. Restaurants shut down, only curbside service. I can't imagine what the last six months would have been like. Seven months. But at least there's light, some light coming out of California. California announced that, hey, theme parks are going to open sooner than expected. Disneyland and other theme parks can open as soon as April 1st. You're going to get there, and it's going to be an April Fool's Day joke. Mm, Theme parks as well as sports events and live performances with attendees 
be allowed to reopen outdoors with reduced capacity and consistent masking. However, venues will have to limit attendance to in-state visitors. Oh. How do you do that? How do you do it? Sports events will have to limit attendance to region visitors, depending on the county's coronavirus case. What county do you live in? No, you can't come to this ball game. Huh? Just open the fucking state up for Christ's sake. Come on, Arnie. It's only been a year. Man. Essential worker, he says. Where's my raise for working during the horrible and deadly pandemic? I I don't understand what California's done. Uh, Honestly, like, like, it amazes me that, that, that Disney World has been open. And by the way, we're, we're not hearing all the story. And by the way, if they were happening, you'd be hearing about it. A, Republican governor. And B, a state that said, oh, God, take the masks off. We're going to open up Florida. Once again, I have to say these wretched words. Why is California more not, not more like Florida? Florida reopened and has been flourishing. Today is the first day of the no mask uh, mandate here in Texas. We ain't got to wear a mask no more. Now there are stores, and this will be the interesting thing to see today, is how the stores handle it, because there are a lot of people here in the state of Texas that say, They want to continue to wear the mask. Go ahead. The mandate doesn't say you're going to get arrested if you're wearing a mask. The mandate says you don't have to wear a mask now, and that's on state property. If you walk into the state capital of Texas today, you do not have to wear a mask. In the entire state, though, they have lifted the mandate. But if you're a business and you want to continue to have the mandate, more power to you. Douglas says, I went to a bar on Saturday. The only mask wearers were the bartenders. I felt so scared, so I bought a beer and sat down. <laughs> You're going to see that. That's going to be the trend for a while. I know that here in Texas, uh, where I usually go see concerts now, is Billy Bob's. A, it's a small venue, and it's people I really like. I'm going to see Dwight Yoakam there. Ooh, this month. I'm going to see Dwight Yoakam this month. I think it's this month. It's either this month or next month. I don't know. Uh, but they announced last week their, what, what their rule is going to be. Billy Bob's is going to say, hey, you don't have to wear a mask in here. If you want to wear a mask, go ahead. We suggest that you wear a mask. All our employees are still going to wear masks. And you're going to get this from a lot of places. 
but you don't have to wear a mask. They aren't going to be fucking hard-ons, and they were fucking tough on people there. So I'm excited about that. I'm glad you went out to a bar. That's awesome. It's awesome. I, I want people, I, like I said, when this thing first started a year ago, You know, this isn't American. This is one of those things that this is not this is not American to tell us to stay at home. We like to be out. Anna just texted, let's see, uh not having things open really didn't affect me. I spend most of my time outside riding bikes, blah blah blah, happening. Uh don't wear a mask in Safeway. No one uh, says anything to me. Okay, well that's good. Okay. Look, man, th- because this is what we, we, we as Americans, we like to go out and, and we want to do what we want to do. That's the way we've been raised. We've been conditioned. We aren't conditioned to be like going and praying eight times a day. Those people are conditioned to do that. There's some people in this country that are conditioned to go to church that often, yes. Most of the people, though, the only conditioning we have is that we get to do what we want to do. Whether that's go to the mall, go out to eat, go to a bar, go to friends' houses, go see family. I mean, one of my favorite, one of the favorite times in my life was when uh, Whitey was tattooing uh, off of Auburn Boulevard at Body Bazaar. Because that place was set up like it had a great waiting area. Had like ample enough room to sit. And I always got that. I, I would get there when they opened. Some days I wouldn't even get tattooed. I'd just hang out in there because it was a fun place to hang out with all my friends. I look back on, I miss those times. We had so much fun. I got so many tattoos. But that's what we like to do. We like to go and be with people. And now with this COVID thing, you couldn't do that. You couldn't go places. You couldn't hang out. It doesn't matter if you're one that likes to go into camping and stuff like that. Good. Good for you that you got to continue to do that. I imagine you saw it was a lot more packed at those places, too. Why? Because people were finding that shit to go out and do. This is the first time ever that I can remember in my 49 and plus years on this planet that we were told pretty much to stay at home. And short of a nuclear bomb being dropped on us, we were never told that before. But hey, you know, hopefully everything opens up. This next story I got's a, a a good sign, you know. Not that I've been ever worried about this, but they're saying a COVID nineteen pill is effective in preliminary testing, and it could be the holy grail of the pandemic. A new possible medication to treat coronavirus patients could be enough to turn the pandemic on its head. First stage testing of the experimental pill called 
Molnupiravir shit. Showed promising signs of effectiveness in reducing the virus in patients. It may be the holy grail on this because it was just studied in phase two trials and it literally stopped the virus in its tracks. And there wasn't any virus found in the patients that were studied. The way you take it is it's a uh, at-home five-day treatment to stop the virus from reproducing before causing major damage. Therapeutic could come to the market in as little as four to five months. All right. Now, I, I'm just going to say it right now. Now you got a pill coming to the market. You get you got a pill coming to the market. You got... 14 different goddamn vaccines out there available, but you, you guys are a bunch of monkeys fucking footballs and you can't figure out how to get the fucking, the, the vial shipped to people. I'm just telling you. Go ahead and open shit back up. Coop, Fauci's going to come out against the pill within five days. All right, let me let me see. Uh, let let's see if you even have to wait that long. Let let let's Google that. COVID pill, Fauci. Shows good in preliminary testing. No word on Fauci saying anything. I'm looking for his, his if he if he quotes on this. Oh, the clear need uh, in this is the development of potent antiviral directly affecting the, on SARS COVID two. Anthony Fauci said, unlike other drugs targeting the spike protein. So he knows that they're working on it. But, yeah, I, I, I agree with you that he's probably going to come out and fucking shit can it because this is probably what they've been working on since the start of it. And they're like, yeah, this is what kills it. Now, I know a lot of you out there say, I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to take it, man. No, man, doesn't work. Doesn't work. That's fine. Yeah, we all have an agreement on this show. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Don't tell me. I, I am going to get it done. And I, I look, I, for one, do not think it's going to work. Like, if I get this shot done and the pill comes out like two days later, I'm, ge- I'm getting a damn pill, too. I'm getting it because of stories like this. New Yorkers now need COVID passports. To enter sports arenas, theaters, and businesses. Meaning you have to have proof you've been vaccinated or you have a negative test. I told you it was going to happen. The COVID passport, we've talked about it. There, I, I, I don't know if it was Delta or uh, might have been United that said they were going to go with it. I think Delta said, no, that's just stupid. We're not going to do that. But to travel, to go into theaters, 
movie theaters, Broadway shows, sporting events. You got to show them your papers. Yeah, Douglas, show me your papers. I, I got to say, I never thought I'd see the day in America, but I told you so. I, 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 I hate to do it, people. I hate to do it. I told you so. It's already happening. It's already happening. If you don't have a negative test with you, you can't get into that restaurant, even though your two buddies and, and your girlfriend, because she works in the health industry, she got a shot. They all got shots. They can eat there. You can't. Now nobody can eat there because those three aren't going to be dicks and make you sit in the car. But they got their paperwork. This could be another an, another one of these shots fired. In the ongoing war of what will start the civil war in America. We all thought it was going to be black versus white. No, no, that won't. No, liberal versus Democrat. We're kind of, you know, we're, we're, we're right around there now. Tell me what to do with my life. Don't tell me what to do with my life. Mm. Hey, you're on the show. Who's this? You're on the show. Hello. All right. Goodbye. Love Lock, Nevada. And I know, I already know, oh, there's going to be a market for fake ones. Okay. All right. But then once they start to use all the fucking encryption shit that they've got on, like, fucking Super Bowl tickets and shit like that, then what? Then what? Oh, there's still one you're going to be able to work. Okay, sure. So let me ask you. People opposed to getting it. Are you, I mean, I know you're opposed to getting it, and I respect that. Would this change your mind at all, being told that you can no longer go to movies, you can no longer go to the mall or out to eat? Unless you had your papers. says, nope. It's interesting. Interesting. Um, let's see. Uh, I guess no soup for me. Scott says no. All right. All interesting things. I mean, look, yeah, I like to go to comedy clubs. And if I ever had to perform in a comedy club and their, their thing is that you got to get a shot, I've got to get the shot.
And hey, if you're long, uh, see, she texted. Guess that the last Cowboys game I went to was the last. Okay, that's a, hey, that's fair. As long as you you're okay with that. I'm not though. I I I I'll go ahead and just get this fucking shot, whatever, and then that way I'll have the shit to where I can live my life again. That's all I want to get back to. But like I said. I respect you guys that aren't getting the shot because I understand. Look, there's no there's no sense in taking the shot. If the, if the shot is not more effective than your own immune system, there is no point other than not to be hassled. I, I don't want to be hassled, so there you go. Uh, it's pointless because it's a manner of months that the shot is worthless. Just like people like me have been saying for a year now, it's going to be the flu shot. I know. I know. See, this is going to be the. This is what Corona. I, I I look at Corona like this: is Corona is the new measles. And I know there are plenty of fucking anti-vaxxers out there that don't want to get your kids vaccinated before this goes to school. Blah 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 blah. I ain't talking about that. But this is the new thing. They've ran out of things to, to tax people on, to get them to pay to get their kids to do something. None of our parents ever thought anything of the vaccinations, except it was a pain in the ass, and they would take us in there probably while smoking. And we would get our vaccinations, and we would leave. And we'd get an ice cream on the way home. Our parents did not fucking think about, does this cause autism? Does this do that? Does this happen? Our parents didn't think any of that. They just said, we want our kids to be in school. This is school's rule. We all got vaccinated. Then around, I don't know, 10, 10 to 12-ish, hopefully, you get these little pox break out on your body. And they're itchy as fuck. And you want to scratch them, but if you do, you get a scar on your face like I have. But the weird thing about that is your parents want other kids around you as much as possible. And their parents want that kid around you as much as possible. Even though every other time you've been sick, they want nothing to do with you. I'm not going to throw in home remedy after home remedy, but I'll tell you this right now. I know that Joe Coy makes a joke about it, about it's Filipino people. Well, it's Irish people too because, goddamn, my my grandmother could fix any cold or sickness with Vicks 44. Put some of that around your – look, I, I remember the old cold remedy from growing up. You get Vicks Formula 44, you rub that shit on your chest. God, and that shit just stunk. And then you got a tube sock, and you tied that around your neck, and you slept with that. I don't know what the fuck that did. Don't ask me. Next day, you would not have a sore throat, though.
Is there any part of uh, you that wants the shot because there's a fear of the virus? No. No, n- none at all. I-, I am not afraid of the virus whatsoever. Oh, it was Vicks Vapor Rub. That's right. That Vicks Formula 44. That was, uh, okay, you're right. Yeah, I dabbled in that too a little bit. Vicks Vapor Rub. That was it. My mom used to put Vicks on my feet and then on my socks. Yeah, my mom did. My grandma did that too. Vicks Menthol. Is that what it's called? My mom used a bandana for the Vicks. Around your neck? I don't know what the, the, the cause of that was. Oh, yeah, but fucking that fixed everything. If it was a deep cuff, you got the Vicks rubbed on your back. You're like, why is this going on my back? The only time you wouldn't get the Vicks out is if you're throwing up. That ain't going to help you throwing up. You're throwing up, man, they got all all other kind of cures for you, though. Oh, man. I love Vicks VapoRub and taking a few slugs of day or NyQuil. (laughs) A couple shots here and there. They sell it in six-pack form now, so I've seen the six-pack. All right, so let's see. All right, and it looks like Vegas is finally, finally getting to be open again. Nevada Governor Steve sucks some dicks. That that was wrong, and I was even reading it. Steve hunk of shit. Arnie, concentrate. Governor Steve, I have no sack, has signed an emergency order adjusting the minimum distance between performers and the audience members that previously challenged the return of production in Vegas. Uh, way to go. Way to give it your almost there, sucking ass. He signed the new emergency directive on Friday, updating the minimum distance to six feet if performers are wearing a mask and 12 feet if they're unmasked. Uh, seven, oh, seven up in saltines. Shit, seven up. Seven up was the cure for it. You got an upset stomach, you drink some seven up. Mm-hmm. And 24 feet if they got the rota. I mean, it, it, this is so dumb. All right, Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, I want you guys to think about your top ten greatest songs of all time. And we're going to do that next. Uh, I got to get them things ready to go. Okay, I can do that. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up at uh, Mixler, Mixler Live here. 
Oh, doggone. Oh, yeah, we'll have to play this one. Into, oh, that's not long enough. Oh, heavens. Eh, well, fuck it. We'll just do this. One, two, three. <laughs>
1-877-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. This guy's a text. But, but, no, no, no. Cracklin' Rosie was done by Neil Diamond, not Billy Joel. Plus, Patsy Klein crazy, okay? All right. Doing greatest songs of all time. Top 10 greatest songs of all time. I know I'm leaving off probably a bunch, but uh, I said I'd do this. It was challenged, and I can do it. Saints fan, we all know him as Andrew here. He has his top 10. Now, I, I have one or two questions. One or two questions. First one, number 10. This is not bad. Back in Black by ACDC. Number nine. Share of Rock by the Smashing Pumpkins. This is, I would say this one. This one's better. Or even this the one. The world is a vampire. But hey, it's your list. It's okay. It's okay. We'll, we'll continue to go. Uh. Number eight, nine to five by Dolly Parton. Great song. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Next one here. Let's see if I can find this one in my play. I don't. Do I have this one? Yes, I do. I have this one here. Number six. Paint it black. Okay. Good song. Good song. Great song. Good song, but I, I gotta go with for the Stones. This would be mine for the Stones. Yeah, but this is me. But the Stones aren't making my list. I got I, I got redneck shit on my list. I mean, good choice. Stones. Please allow me to. I mean, it's a great song. Just a great song. Uh, let's see. Uh, Along the Watchtower, Jimi Hendrix. Okay. The Show Must Go On by Queen. Boy, is that very interesting. Okay. Oceanfront Property by George Strait. Okay. Okay. Great song. I, I love the song. Interesting that you picked that one. Uh, Jump by Van Halen. I can see that. And uh, number one, his number one song. Yeah, it's Casey Kasem here. Time for the m- number one show. It's from the eights. It's simply beat it. Come on, play. Greatest song of all time? Wow. Great song. My favorite song on that album. I liked it better than this one. And this was the second best song on that album. I I hated Thriller. I hated the song Thriller. Boop, boop. 
mean, you know, fuck. Where's Bad Baby on my list? You know, sadly, uh, well, she might be jumping the list a little bit this month. Doesn't she turn 18 in March? I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. How can you not listen to Beat It and Grab Your Crotch? All right? Okay. All right, I'll start with my list. I, I have my list. I have all the music ready to go here. Now, my list is uh, country and rock mainly, maybe some pop in there. Uh, I know that I have played most of these songs way too many times on this show. I try not to play them too much. But my number 10 would definitely be greatest song of all time, this one. tells you either the fabulous Freebirds are coming to the stage or you got nine minutes of entertainment in front of you. No NWA? Uh, let, me get, let me get to my list. No, no NWA. Uh, all right, my number nine. Uh, I appreciated your number two of Jump from Van Halen. I do like Jump, but this one was the better song for me. <laughs> Because Jump was Van Halen's first crossover rock pop number one hit. Panama did not make that spot. So Jump is still the biggest hit ever from Van Halen. So I, I can understand that one. Uh, terrible in concert, but man, oh man. Yeah, I, I mean. But it was all. It has to be on my list. That I could do. It just has to be there. To keep from crying. Number eight. Sometimes it seems so useless to remain. It never called me by my name. It got to have it on the list. Fuck, if I have a t shirt of it, I have to have it on the list. Uh, due to my wonderful dear friend, uh, Ruby. She gave me the uh, the sound graph of this song, which was the first song we ever played on this show. And uh, now the end is near, and so I face the final curtain, my friend. I'll say it clear. I mean, I could choose that version or even Elvis's version. Both great versions of that song. I choose Frank's because it was the first one we played on this show as an homage to my dad. So that one will always, always be in my top ten list of songs. Uh, number six, I think it's by far the greatest pop song that's ever been released, ever been written. And the video ain't too shabby, neither. I won't let you down. I will not give you up. Gotta have some faith in the sound. It's the one good thing that I've got. 
I mean, as far as pop songs go, uh, dude, it was cool to listen to George Michael because chicks dug George Michael, and if you like George Michael and chicks liked him, boom, it was happening. We all knew he was gay. Hell, I knew he was gay when he was in Wham. Motherfucker can still sing. Mm. Not wrong with Panama. Family Guy did a whole episode with that song. Yeah, they did. That was a funny episode. That was good shit. Uh, all right. Let's see. I did that. Okay. Uh, number five. This is the reason why I say this guy is the greatest frontman to ever be in rock and roll music. Uh, it, it's easy. It, it's always going to be this guy. It will be this guy until the day I die. Somebody's really got it because not only did he have the showmanship and pizzazz, as, look, I think David Lee Roth is one of the top guys. I, I think Axel is. Even Vince Neil at one point was. But nobody had not only the panache and flair, but had this voice. Anybody Freddie's the king. He's the king that leads the queen. But Freddie was the best. All right, but that is number five. Boy, these next ones. I don't think uh, you might have a problem with one of them. That's okay, though, because it's my all-time favorite song. Uh, Andrew says, that's why Queen got two spots on my top ten. Yeah. Uh there's nothing better than the first guitar riff of this song. It, it, it's uh, to me, it's probably the greatest guitar riff. It's it's the most underrated, but to me, it's probably the greatest guitar riff ever. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. That one right there. I hear the train a coming. It's rolling around a bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine. That 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 riff, just just. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. There you go, right now. That's just that's pulling right there. I hear the train a coming. It's rolling around a bend, and I ain't seen the. I mean, come on, you gotta have Johnny Cash on. Now, this is where people might disagree with me on my list, but that's okay. Hey, you can have your list. I got my list. This is my all-time favorite song, even though it comes up at number three on, I think, the the ten greatest songs of all time. Still my favorite song. I think it's the quintessential country song. One of my golden oldies right here. Of all country songs. Simply entitled. By the king, George Strait. Call Farnworth Bear. Yes, ain't no good for Janice. I tried at night. 
been my favorite song since I was 16 years old. So there you go. Now the top two greatest songs of all time, in my humble opinion. You heard one from this group earlier at number 10. Nothing is more iconic than this guitar riff, though, right here. One, two, three. You know what time it is then. When you hear that, shit. When, when, when you hear that, you, you can barely hear the count off at the very beginning One, of it. Two, You're like, wait, three. wait, oh my God, is it? Yes. Turn it up. Did Perfect make your list? No, Perfect did not make the list, sadly. I I am so bummed out at that. Gosh dang it. Well, let's see. Where, where, oh. Oh, there we go. Down there. Okay. Okay. My number one greatest song ever. Of all time. It's been done a lot. I'll play a couple versions of it here for you. But you have to go back to the originator. And the originator wrote this song. He recorded this song. And to me, it's the greatest song of all time. Hank Williams doing his version of I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry. Slapping a tickle. That ain't gonna get you on the fucking list, honey. 
Jesus Christ. <sighs> All right, so there you go. Top 10 greatest songs. And I know I left out a bunch. People are going to email. Hey, are you, and by the way, if I left the song out, it doesn't mean I hate them. It doesn't, it doesn't mean I think that song sucks. It's not like it's Hinder. I can say I think Hinder sucks. Uh, let's see. Should we? Uh, no, we'll, we'll, we'll keep going here. What do I want to do? Oh, listen, let's do this story. I don't think I want to. Okay. Oh. I love this. This is so great. The, the, this story is fantastic because I, I was the first person to say anything about how awful this choice of, of what or was for head coach. But it seems that the career of Kansas football coach Les Miles has come sadly to an end. Oh, no. Oh, this is a bad story. Oh, bad, bad Les. If you don't know who Les Miles is, he coached LSU for years and years. Uh... Way, way before our dear, dear friend Ed Ogeron ever coached him. Go Tigers. Yes. Uh, Les Miles won the national championship at LSU. And there are all sorts of allegations that have come out of a 262-page report that reveal a pattern of alleged boorish behavior that will make it impossible for Kansas to continue to employ Les Miles. And it's hard to believe that Miles will ever do anything significant in football again. Wow. His name appears 51 times in the report, and many are cringeworthy. The only people that look worse than Miles are the administrators and higher-ups at LSU who allowed him to keep coaching. Here's one of the incidents. After losing the 2012 national title game, they attempted to sexualize the staff of student workers in the football program by, for instance, allegedly demanding that he wanted blondes with big boobs and pretty girls. According to Sharon Lewis, he allegedly took a more direct role in the hiring of those student workers the next season. (laughs) In her interview, Lewis stated that around this time, her worst nightmare happened when the athletics department student worker, student one, came to her very upset about something that happened when she was alone with Coach Miles. According to Lewis, student one requested her assistance in confronting Miles regarding the allegations. Another football operations employee was present for the meeting and recalled from her perspective that student one was completely traumatized by the alleged incident. This child had a dead stare. She just kept saying it over and over, you know what you did to me. Wow. In February 2013, a second student worker, identified as student two, reported inappropriate contacts and text messages with Coach Miles. 
This last one I'll read. Other individual recalled Les Miles saying many times, I want the blondes, not brunettes, working in this office. As one witness explains, it makes me want to puke because it was kind of that every year, and it got a little worse and a little worse for a while. After a while, it almost became normal here that we can't hire anybody that's not fat and ugly. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Les Miles. Bravo to you. Bravo to you for being the biggest jackass in the world. You have a university that is willing to pay you millions of dollars, and you know in your heart of hearts you have no shot at ever winning there. Ever. It's a basketball school. They will never allow the football team to outshine the basketball team. Same goes at the University of Texas. Texas will ne- The basketball team was good at the beginning of the season. They were ranked real high. University of Texas will never allow the basketball team to outrake the football team. Less miles eating the grass on the field. You could tell this guy was a fucking horn dog. Oh, and as a head coach, oh, he probably instilled that in all of his players. I can only hope. He hasn't signed. Uh, he hasn't. He hasn't quit yet. I think that's fantastic. Let's see if he's. Did he quit yet today? Race not, uh, no, Chicago Penitentiary House, he's opening day. That's it? 20% capacity on opening day in Chicago? That's bullshit. That's some bullshit right there. They should be more than that. All right, nothing on that, though. Uh, I found that story about Les Miles great. Have you heard this story about this kid? Who, who drank himself to death in a hazing incident. A Bowling Green student. He was a sophomore. His name was Stone Foltz. That's his name. Uh, it was a tragedy. He was a beloved son, brother, grandson. All right. I'm seeing a picture of this kid. This guy, it, he died at a fraternity incident. The Pi Kappa Alpha event. Now, look, I, I think it's terrible when kids die. I, I, th- I think it's awful. I, I, I hate seeing these stories about these kids in college who die. But this is what happens. And, and I don't know his kid's parents. This is my, this is my thought on it. And I've always wanted to talk about this. When you when you get one of these stories, it's usually one of those kids that's overprotected a lot of the times. Where mommy and daddy are, are super duper helicopter parents. And I don't even I, I mean I mean they're the very, very intrusive ones. 
that walk into their room when they're 18 years old. They, they don't give their kids any kind of privacy whatsoever. And then all of a sudden they send that kid off to college. What do you think that kid's going to do with all that freedom? Now, maybe, hey, maybe you also did the right thing and spent time with them and explained why you don't want them hanging out or why you're doing this and why all that. Then that way they can make some choices on their own when they're away. But come on now. We, we know what's going to happen. When, when you send a kid off to college and then all of a sudden he wants to join a, a fraternity, where he's got a bunch of guys his age, and girls love the fraternity guys, so that's the other thing that's going to be big is that, oh, wow, they can mix with sororities. Okay, I'll join. What do I have to do? You get some of these guys that have been drinking since they were 13 years old who are up there leading the fraternities now, and they're having drinking things, drinking games going. And a lot of people can say, well, they need to change that. Okay, well, then you go piss in the wind for a while until they change it because it's still the way they're doing it. Still, in 2021, we hear a story about a kid dying because he binge drank too much. Look, once your kid gets to college, I I hate to tell you, they're going to be doing some weird shit. I don't want to be the one that's the eye-opener for you. You think that your little little junior, a little miss, is going to go off and live mommy and daddy's ideal life? No, they're gonna they're gonna make they're gonna make some mistakes that you don't ever know about. You might not ever know about these mistakes they make. They they could tell you at some point, but hey, a lot of times they're over eighteen. You gotta let them do what they're gonna do. I mean, it's college. I mean, you could almost go through the Don Imus thing here with college. It's like a club. You're in a nightclub, for God's sake. What do you think is going to happen at a nightclub? Right. People are drinking and yeah. doing drugs. Yeah. Yeah. There are women there, and, uh, and then people have guns. Yeah, so, anyway, go ahead. You could say that's a college. You, you really could say that that's a college, and that's what happens. If you're one of these super-duper helicopter parents, your kid's going to bed at 9 o'clock every single night, even when they graduate from fucking high school and even that summer before they go off to college, that kid ain't ever going to bed at 9 o'clock ever again. Just telling you. I like this. Bowling Green Police are continuing the investigation. They interviewed some people. The hazing thing is terrible. If they want people to be in their frat or whatever, they should take that person under their wing like a brother and not make them do things they don't want to do. Those games they played cost me my friend, cost me my brother, a good friend that I've known for 15 years. I would love to see them go to jail. All right. They ain't going to go. The fraternity is going to end up getting disbanded and suspended from the university for the next 30 years, and it'll come back in 30 years, and they'll be having blowout parties there, just like they'll be having all over the other campuses because, well, all of them do it. 
My sister is a helicopter parent. She has twin 15-year-olds, and she still pays an adult to babysit them. Jesus Christ. At 15? Wow. How, how old were you? Okay, uh, here's a quick question. How old were y'all when you didn't need a babysitter? That's a simple question. How old were you guys when you didn't need a babysitter? says maybe nine I think I was 10 10 or 11 ish maybe right in there when I didn't need a babysitter anymore Braddy kid has 39 yeah you, you still need one straight fire says my wife still says I do I still do I had six older siblings so I always had someone older than myself at the house until my parents divorced when I was 13. Okay. Well, that depends on how responsible the kid is. So I know I'm just I, I'm asking this question for the for this like. I mean I, I remember the first time my parents went away for the weekend. I think I was like ten. They went away for the weekend, and this is when I was working at the soccer fields. I might have been older. And I, I, that was 13. That was for the whole weekend. Came and picked me up in the morning, take me to the soccer fields. So I'd sold shit all day, and then they took me back home. And I had money in my pocket, but I didn't have anywhere to go because I was a punk-ass teenager. Uh, I stopped getting a babysitter for my daughter when she was 11. Okay. That was awesome. That fuck, man. You got to look all around the house. You got to go into fucking rooms you weren't supposed to go into. Hey, what's in here? You found the hiding place for everything? Is five old enough for my son to be left to watch himself asking for a friend? <laughs> you have a friend that's asking for your own son. Okay. Interesting. Uh... <laughs> I think that's a perfect age. They're just learning how to turn the, the knobs on the stove on. Yeah, I didn't, I, I don't, I mean, I know that I had a babysitter at some point. I, I mean, once was a serial killer, so my parents really didn't look into it that much. They didn't, like, interview the sitters. Ah, Tipsy Hustle, what's up, buddy? How are you, my friend? How are things? Uh, all right, let's see. All right, got done with that. Done with that one. Let's see. Uh, Les Miles gone. Oh, boy. All right, looks like we have an international incident happening. Thanks to porn star Alexis Texas. It's such a terrible porn name. Alexis, Texas. 
Come on. This headline, though, the reason why I'm doing this story is this headline. U.S. porn star Alexis Texas sparks outrage in Tehran after stripping off an Iranian music video dubbed More Dangerous Than Polio. Wait, 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 wait. Her video is more dangerous than than polio. I don't know how that works. I don't. I don't know. Is it only funny to me? It's more dangerous than polio. Isn't polio cured? I don't know, but I mean that's their description of it. It's more dangerous than polio. Uh, a video by an Iranian pop singer featuring a U.S. porn star has sparked an outcry. One journalist said the music video featuring Alexis Texas was more dangerous than polio because of how rapidly it would spread. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I was annoyed that the good name Texas had anything to do with this story, but now I think I'm okay with it. Yeah. Uh, she starts in the video wearing conservative clothing, including a headscarf, but takes it off to show a revealing black costume. Ooh, Alexis Texas has let herself go. Yikes. Uh, a revealing black costume as she dances with Iranian pop star, Sassy. Sassy. Well, there is no explicit contact in the video. Hardliners fear that young people will easily be able to search out her earlier work online. And they'll be like, wow, she looked a lot better then. Before she- Man, how bad is it that you've fallen in the porn world? You've fallen so much, you're making Iranian videos? What the fuck kind of agent do you have? Sessa's real name is Sasan Yafif. He left Iran in 2009 and now is in California but is popular among teenagers in Iran. His videos are not uh, authorized in Iran, although many of them are nonetheless shared on Instagram and WhatsApp. Parent control software is not available here. This song is really more dangerous than polio. Why is polio such a fucking bad thing in Iran? Did they just have a polio outbreak? Marco, polio. I mean, this is just, this is insanity. What porn star did the bouncy banana video? I, I, I don't know of any. 
But that's so funny to think about. Hey, Alexis, hey, you're going to get hired. Oh, really? Where am I shooting? Because she sounds the same. Where am I shooting? In the hills? In Encino? No, no, no. Uh, you're working with uh, Sassy. He's an Iranian rapper. Do I have to fuck him? Yeah, that's up to you. I mean, if you want to get paid more, probably. Careful, though. This video could be more dangerous than polio. I think that's going to be my new thing now. Holy shit, that's more dangerous than polio. <laughs> I'm just doing the show for me now, people. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, how dangerous is polio? And one out of about 200 people who have a weakness or paralyze their arms, legs, or both, the paralysis or weakness can last a lifetime. Oh, but there's a vaccine for it. So, yeah, so I'm not going to ever have it. And since there's a vaccine for it, how can you say it's as dangerous as polio? Oh, I got it. Boom, vaccine. I don't have it anymore. Don't we give third world countries like Iran polio vaccine for free? It's more dangerous than polio. That's just funny. I don't care what you say. That shit is funny. <laughs> God damn it, Arnie. That's more dangerous than whooping cough. Uh, that's more dangerous than cauliflower here. I mean, you can just go through all the fucking different medical shit. Just make that shit up. God bless you, Iran. Oh, wait. That Force 5 podcast they reached out to. Let's see. Uh, Force 5. Awesome, man. I hope you can say that. No one has done five most of uh, I'm definitely up for it. I'm booking right now. You probably got six or sevens open. Looking through four teams. Uh, let's see. Hold on a second here. Uh, April. No. April sixth. I like April sixth. Uh, let's see. Uh, awesome reply. Great. Great. There you go. Boom. Booked. Booked, booked, booked. Uh, all right. Let's see. Do we keep going? Yeah, let's keep going. By the way, it, has anybody figured out why they're still fucking rioting in Portland? Is that just all there is to do in Portland now? You don't go to work anymore? You just throw things at, at, at government buildings? Now it's the public school system? They were hit this weekend with arson attacks? Why is, why is Portland so bad? I mean... George Floyd trial is going on right now, but that's in Minnesota. 
That's far from Portland. Nothing happened in Portland this year, right? No, Nobody got shot. Nobody did anything. But Portland decided, well, we're going to start rioting. And we're going to show you motherfuckers how to riot the right way. And they've been rioting since pretty much last summer. Now, see, this is why I don't know why they're rioting. That's a great point, Straight Fire. No, you can do any drug you want now. In, in Oregon, you can. You can be caught with anything. So, yeah, I'm a professional rioter, resident of Portland. I mean, I mean, honestly, you look at it, it's like, what the fuck? Why are they still doing this? Well, they, they set a school building on fire. Some people are coming out and going, ooh, look, there's Antifa and BLM graffiti that's there. Yeah, because they're going to put their graffiti where they burn shit down. Okay. I, I guess we've never, none of us have ever seen a Law & Order episode. Portland-based journalist Andy Ingo claimed that there was graffiti messages left behind repeating the BLM Antifa mantra, and its anarchist symbol was also sprayed on the building. Well, are you saying that they did it, or are you saying that's why it's become burned down? Oh, here's something good. This Ingo reporter has made a name for himself as a critical reporter of Antifa and was attacked by the group nearly two years ago. All right. Okay. He's full of shit. It's pronounced Andy No. Okay, thank you. Appreciate that, Kale. I, I, I'm glad you know how to pronounce his name because I live in America, and that'd be Ingo. Like, his name is Stop Ingo. That'd be funny if his last name, if his parents would have had any comic fucking timing whatsoever, his first name would be Stop. How fucking great would that be? That would be the odd, that would be the most brilliant thing to ever see on a license. What's your name? Stop Ingo. <laughs> I just, like I said, I do the show for myself sometimes. He's Asian. What? No. 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 <laughs> Straight fire. So bingo is a bino. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Y'all got to be laughing at the stop. If his first name was Stop Ingo. Anyway, uh, he, I guess he was attacked. I just want to know why is everybody so upset in Portland? Yeah, Are they upset in Portland because they finally realize they're in Portland and that's as good as they're going to get? Like they look outside and they go, oh, look at all these skinny guys wearing skinny jeans and work boots. All brand new work boots. And they all, why are they wearing work boots to go pour coffee? I'm not demeaning the world of coffee making pouring. Just saying you don't need, you don't need to dress like a lumberjack to, to, to do that.
I will say it. You want to move to the trendiest place on earth, you just move to Portland. Trends come and go there. The one trend that stays is homelessness. Looking like a vagabond. That's where you go when you just lose your self-respect and go, you know what, I'm not even going to fucking care anymore. Well, let's go to Portland. You'll fit in there. I don't get it, man. I, I, I honestly don't get it. And, and people go, well, you don't get it because you have white privilege. You know, I, I, I've had it with this fucking white privilege bullshit, too. Like you don't do. You've never been. It, what do you know what I have and have not been through? Well, you've never been through this. That, that might be correct. I might have, but they have never been through this. Timberlands or Doc Martens provided upon becoming a resident. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you always, you, you have your horn rim glasses. This is, look, look, I can describe, I could pretty much solve a crime right now in Portland. I'll just say the assailant. Yeah, they had dark rim glasses on. Eh, it was about 6'1", six, 6'2", six, flannel shirt, tight jeans, some sort of work boot on, but you, you could tell they didn't really do manual labor, if you know what I mean. Oh, I think, yeah, when they were running away, they, they, they put a beanie cap on. Uh, it was black. Yeah, it was black when he ran off. So there you go. There, there's your assailant. I pretty much nailed every person that lives there. Every per- I, I should say, I shouldn't say every guy that lives there. Every person that loves pussy there. So I'm including the lesbian dykey chicks that are there. They're all going to look that way too. Oh, wallet chain. Thank you, Kale. Oh, I always forget that one. I always forget that they, they think that people are after their wallet, so they need to keep it on a chain. By the way, if I yanked that from you and got to the end of the chain, I'm either going to pull real hard or I'm just going to open the wallet and take the shit and run off. Now, granted, it's me. If I run off, I'm going to be caught. But, yeah, they got a wallet chain on there. That's a good call. That's a great call. Tons of product in their beard. Their beard is that that the look the guy wearing the flannel. He's got the 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 horn rim dark glasses. He's got a a, a well structured uh, beard. Cause you know the motherfucker's got like eight hundred different things of product in there. That's what made me lose it on wanting a beard. I I know I have facial hair on my chin. I just grow that so I don't look like I'm nine years old. Really, seriously. But I, I can't. I, I don't have the patience to grow a beard. I just do not. Once it starts getting scratchy, I'm done. I'm like, fuck that shit. Cut that shit off. Yet that unemployment money fills that billfold. Got to keep it safe. Yep. 
Straight Fire says, nothing in the wallet but used baggies and half methadone treatment coupons. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't have what it takes for grow beer. I could never be welcome in Portland. Oh, and I'm not fucking stupid. Uh, that, too. But, yeah, I wouldn't be welcome to the fact that my, my facial hair, I, I can't grow a mustache to save my life either. Mustache and a beard. I, I would be like, if you've ever seen that episode of Cheers where they have the beard growing contest, I would be the Cliff Clavin in that group. I would have to go to a barber shop and glue hair onto my face to make it look like I had a full beard. And, no, I'm not trying. Nope. Uh-uh. I hate it. I like shaving too much. Yep, I said it. I like it. Shaving's my favorite thing. Woohoo. Uh, Andrew says, so long, everybody. I got to get some sleep. See y'all tomorrow. AIG. All right, have a good night. I I highly doubt it was a Antifa BLM movement against the schools. I think this is just part of Portland being Portland. Portland just sucks. I didn't even, you know what? Like when we, uh, we moved, we moved to Seattle. I remember driving through Portland. I didn't even stop. I, I was so focused on getting to Seattle because it's like a 12 hour drive. I left the uh, day after Christmas. I left the uh, 26th. My apartment was already set up. Everything was already set up in there. It was all ready to go. And I, just, and I had a few days off. So I just wanted to get up there. And I remember that's when Oregon, I don't know if Oregon still has the stupid laws to where you can't fill your own car with gas. I remember getting out, and I, I tried to grab it, and the guy's like, no, state law. I was like, oh, I for, I'm sorry, I forgot. Then when I get to Washington State, because back then I had a Honda Civic, so I made it all the way, you know, all the way through Oregon. I didn't stop in Portland. When I got to Washington State, I was like, where's the guy to get my fucking gas? Oh, that's right. It's only that dumb state. And then we left. We drove through. I, I did, we didn't stop. We just kept going. We wanted to get the fuck out of the greater Northwest. There's nothing great about it. Uh, all right. Let's see what else we got here. Okay. Doing okay. Doing okay. All right. Let's click on here and see what's going on in the news. Uh, people vaccinated against COVID still urge mass use distance at times. Oh, fuck. Oh, good. It's on Fox News now. The big ass fight at the <laughs> Bath and Body Works. Bath and body shots. What? Wow. The New York Times had an article that's being mocked for denying Black Lives Matter protests led to violence. 
Wow, they printed that in their newspaper? New York Times was widely criticized over the weekend for a report that claimed misinformation and conspiracy theories resulted in voters believing that Black Lives Matter protests caused widespread violence. Uh, wow. Wow, th- this has gotten to be said. It wasn't me. Where's Shaggy? It wasn't me. That's what every every fucking single fire looting that happened last summer now didn't happen. A- a- am I to understand that? Whoa! I mean, th- this is this is huge. In a Time story headlined "A Vexing Question for Democrats." What drives Latino men to Republicans? Deep into the lengthy story is a paragraph about sometimes violent BLM protests that were noticed by critics. Some of the frustrations voiced by Hispanic Republican men are stoked by misinformation, including conspiracy theories claiming that the deep state took over during the Trump administration and a belief that Black Lives Matter protests caused widespread violence. Did it, it? But it did. Thank God that people are calling them out for this. But it did. They're saying that New York Times is lying over a belief that Black Lives Matter protests caused widespread violence. It did. Wow. Believe it. Wow. I mean, CNN, somebody put it in their tweet. Like, I'm caught off guard by this story because I've never seen it. this This is new stuff, everybody. This is new things that I've I've never seen work, and we're buying it. We've been buying it, and this isn't. This is just a a lying to thing. I don't give a fuck if it's the right or the left here. Remember, they started it over the summer at these riots, where they would. The, it, it was fiery, but mostly peaceful protest after police shooting. Fiery is not peaceful. Fiery is bad. I thought all the, the guys with the tiki torches, remember them? They didn't cause a fire. Some guy in that group got in a car and ran people over and killed them at that racist march. I'm looking at a picture of a CNN guy standing in front of a fucking fire during last year. Who is, how, what is peaceful about that? What is peaceful about a half a billion dollars worth of damage and lost products in the downtown Sacramento area? 
That doesn't sound very peaceful to me. Yet they're saying they were peaceful. They weren't. They they, they weren't violent at all. I, I I'm sorry. And now you've got the fucking New York Times claiming that they weren't violent. Nope, wasn't me. By the way, why has it been fucking everywhere that Joe Biden, I mean, it's only on this show that Joe, we talk about how Joe Biden said he didn't get the vaccine, even though he got the vaccine nine days before he went to office. You don't see that meme anywhere. Hell, you don't see Joe anywhere. Unbelievable. No, I, I know that New York Times is a liberal paper, but, but the problem is that they're allowing, everybody is allowing this to happen. You can't allow them to change the news. When Joe Biden is on the stage with Anderson Cooper, a guy who says he's there to get the truth and demand the truth and all this kind of bullshit, when he looks at Anderson Cooper and says, we didn't even have a vaccine when I took office, Anderson Cooper, what a journalist used to do would be go, uh, Mr. President, uh, what were you getting shots for then? You're not trying to make him look stupid because he's making you look really stupid by not saying anything. We didn't even have a vaccine when I took the oath of office. No, no, you'd already taken both doses, sir. But nobody went with that because it wasn't me. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. I want to use that next time if I get pulled over speeding. Now, if Asher were going, it wasn't me. I wasn't speeding. Are these Jedi mind tricks they're using on us? These are not the violent riots that you need to be finding. I mean, damn. These lies that are the left keep springing up, really tearing this country. You know, here, here's the deal. It, and this is, it might be the lies that the left is telling, but the right is not passionately trying to get the truth out. There's nobody on the right. Look, these are both fucking teethless entities now. They're going to do as much as they can and then realize, well, it's we're still both going to benefit, so it doesn't really fucking matter. This is bullshit. Why isn't Fox News reporting, hey, Joe Biden said he never got a vaccine? What's the deal? Is he going mental? Did he forget that already? There's nobody. I'm, I'm surprised that Fox News is calling this out on the New York Times, and they're calling it what it actually is. It's active propaganda.
I can tell you for a fact that violence broke out at a BLM event in Dallas. Three years ago, four years ago, when the cops were all shot. It wasn't just a regular old Wednesday night. Well, that's the other thing that I, 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 that I am fucking so mad at right now. This whole January 6th thing. Because you're right, Douglas, that's what they're saying. The thing on January 6th was so much worse than BLM rides. Well, it was worse because that was terrorism. They labeled that terrorism the moment that somebody went through that door. Why was none of the riots called terrorism? It's over the same things. Their political beliefs, the beliefs in the system. By the way, where was the right calling them terrorist activities? Where's the right standing up and going, look, what those people did at the Capitol was wrong, and it's riotous, just like the riots that happened. Is it terrorism? No, it's not terrorism, for the love of God. If that's terrorism, then what happened in the streets of this country last summer has to be terrorism. Tell me the difference. There is none. So dumb to even think about. I mean, I, I can't wait to see where we go. I mean, we're we're at each other's throats now even more. The cancel culture is just picking up steam left and right. Will we get to the next election? Are we going to just fucking violently just say enough is enough? Give them time. Revenge of the Nerds. That I'm, I'm telling you right now, Revenge of the Nerds will be canceled probably this week. You're probably going to have the stars, quote-unquote stars of that movie. Well, Richard Carradine or whatever his name is, the guy who played uh, Gilbert. No, Gilbert was Anthony Edwards. Who was the other? Gilbert and what else? Who was the other guy? Gilbert. Oh, God, I always forget his name. It's on the tip of my tongue. You guys know it? Gilbert and who? From Revenge of the Nerds. I know Booger. I know Lamar. Wormser. Poindexter. Hey, Siri. There it is. Never mind. Thank you. Kale, thank you. Lewis. They're going to cancel that movie. He's going to come out and apologize because there's a scene at the end of the movie where he, he wears her boyfriend's Halloween costume into the ride with her, and then he goes down on her 
and she thinks it's her boyfriend, but it's another guy. That's rape. Rape, 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 rape. It's the rapiest thing I've ever seen in a movie. Oh, he's eating her pussy. It's fine. That's what the motion picture people said back then. Oh, it's just him eating her pussy? Ah, no big deal. Uh, see, one of the biggest differences between January 6th and BLM protests is the cop killing, use of pepper spray, and showing up with zip ties to kidnap senators by protesters. Okay, uh, zip ties, I give you that one. The use of pepper spray, didn't they use that at the other ones, like with tear, tear gas? And the killing of a cop. I don't know if you've seen the other report, the new reports that are out, because I'm not going to get, look, you have your beliefs, I have mine. The cop didn't die from getting hit on the head. They, they, they've come out and they've ruled on that. They didn't die of that. He shouldn't have been there, but. Seth MacFarlane's going to do a reboot. Let's see what the fuck this is. Revenge of the Nerds reboot in the works. You've got to replace that scene. They can't have the scene where Lewis goes down on, on Betty. That was her name in the movie, Betty. Stan's girlfriend. Ogre was in that movie. I'm waiting. Come on, website. Let's go, Variety. God damn, why is this website taking so long? I'll go somewhere else. I mean, if you want to compare the two two events, you can compare the looting that happened in Sacramento to what happened on January the 6th. A, nothing happened in Sacramento to cause that except the BLM movement. So isn't that like a, a cell moving on that city? And all the destruction and all the damage and all the places that got robbed like the shoe store that were helping guy, the cops were helping people out of that building. Mm. See, still the protesters using the pepper spray on Capitol Police and beating them with improvised weapons and interrupting federal business. No, I'll agree with you on that. They did interrupt they, as soon as they walked in. As soon as that door opened, They broke the law. They broke the law. Now, I'm not going to call it terrorism. I, I'm just not, unless you call what happened in the streets terrorism, because fundamentally it was terrorist. You, you, we were being attacked based on – people were being attacked left and right for based on the saying those three letters, Black Lives Matter. If you live in the Sacramento area, you know the story about Grant Napier. Everybody hated him there, but, hey – Boogie Cousins texted him or uh, tweeted him. Hey, what do you think about BLM? He said, I think all lives matter. He got fired for saying all lives matter. That's how powerful all these groups are. These groups being all of us. Oh, my God. Can you believe he said all lives matter? That racist. 
literally, that's what they're. That's what they said about. And I hate Grant Napier. But once they say it, it sticks now. And now they're saying shit like, oh, that didn't happen. Yeah, that wasn't it. No, wasn't me. And it's sticking. And we're allowing it to stick. I mean, honestly, somebody will come out. It'll probably be AOC who comes out and says January 6th was worse than 9-11. And nobody will call her out for it. They'll be like, yep, yep, oh, it was. It was so much worse. Just mark my words. This is why I don't ask the question, what's next? Yeah, it's all terrorism. I liked how terrorism used to be about Middle Eastern jihad. Nowadays, everything is terrorism. Well, and that's the problem. If everything's terrorism, then nothing's terrorism. There are things that are that are very terroristic that could happen to this country. There are uh, domestic terrorists. We saw them. They blow up the Oklahoma City uh, IRS building. Didn't she say something like that? I, I I don't know if she actually said it or not, but I, we're we're about to hear about it. Once these people go on trial, that's when you're going to hear about it. Oh, I, I was more scared at this than I was 9-11. Right? And I was in Tower 2. Because this is what we do now. Everything that we say is, okay, well, I guess we got to take it. If you don't, then they're going to call you a name, and then you have to fight your ass off to get off that name list. If you can't get off that name list, then you're not welcome anywhere. I don't want to be. I, I, I don't want to be on that, that list that gets me placed. I, I want to be taken off that list. If, if you are a person that is trans, I say good for you. I, 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 I truly do hope that your transition uh, is easy and it enables you to have the life that you've always wanted and the life that you've dreamed of having. I, I, I truly mean that. Now, with that being said, if you're a guy who transitioned into a girl, your pronouns are simple. It's her and she. If you're vice versa, a girl that turns into a guy, your pronouns are simple. Him and his. The end. I don't need to learn anything more. I you have I respect the fact that you want to transition, so I will respect your pronouns. But you can't start coming up with fucking Z and Zip and Orem and blah, blah, blah. No. If you want me to respect the science on COVID, then you respect the science on genders. Or they say there are two. Oh, nothing. I, I, I get so fucking mad at that shit. 
Because if you say the wrong thing, oh, you, you, you're, you're blankophobic. And once again, we have to teach society. And this is why I, I'm, not, I, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. You guys know that, obviously. But when I have to sit there and realize in my head, and it's really, I, I'm going to look it up right now. I, I'm not going to tell you the word. But this is how dumb people are. So the word I looked up is phobic. It says, of, relating to, or have an extremely strong fear of someone or something. A strong fear. A strong fear of them. Okay, so I have to say that I have never seen a, a, a transitional trans person that I have ever been afraid of. So I, you can't call me transphobic. I, I, I'm not afraid of them. I don't think that if they touch me, I'm going to become a trans. I, I don't think that at all. So I, I'm not afraid of them. I'm not afraid of gay men. Are there some large gay men that could probably whip my ass? Yeah, sure. I'll say it. Yeah, sure. I don't fear them, though. So I'm not really homophobic. See, until they get a better word to go at the end of that, they, you, you guys are swinging and missing. You're, you're losing out on, the, on the, what matters most, and that's words. Words matter. When you talk, you use words. Why do you use words? Because they matter. So when you say, oh, you're just transphobic. Well, no, no, I, I, I'm not scared. Uh, I'm not scared. Well, it doesn't mean that. No, that's actually exactly what that means. It's exactly what that means. Hey, straight fire, you can believe it. Bruce, is, Bruce Jenner is still a guy. Sorry. Well, he had the wiener removal. I mean, he's as close to being a chick as you can be. Uh, born with a cock, you're a guy even when you lop it off. <laughs> uh, if you think it's gross, it's not a phobia. I remember the mental gymnastics from school where a teacher was explaining why it's called blank phobic. Because they're afraid, and they're afraid because they don't understand. Exactly. They're angry people phobic. <laughs> I'd be afraid of angry people. I, I can see being afraid of angry people. You don't know how they're going to react. I can see I can see using phobic on that one. Knife-wielding phobic. Yes. If you're wielding knives, I am quite phobic of you. 
please play Hank Dinosaur Tropical. Maybe tomorrow. Uh, they're afraid because they don't understand. Why is it for me to understand? I don't need to understand. Hey, I get it. You you believe that you were you were born a girl into a boy's body, and you just want to be the the girl that the girliest girl that you can be. Okay. Hey, that's for you. If you think that's right, then go ahead. I I guess I understand. I see some people that don't understand, and they go, "Well, wait a second! Didn't God make you this way?" Because you're getting the whole, you have to have the whole religious talk with it too, and I don't want to have the religious talk with it. This is why, this is why I've moved past all this. This is why I'm I'm somewhat. You can say that I'm happy because I'm not sitting in a prison somewhere because I've gone on a fucking killing spree. But I, I man, if if that's what you want to do, you go right ahead. Just don't lump me into that shit. And when I start telling jokes about people with trans things or gay things and things like that, don't lump me in with the people that want to have these people institutionalized because I'm not that person. I could give two fucks what they do in the bedroom with themselves. I don't care. If there's something funny about it, though, I'm going to say it. That that does not mean I hate the people. And I want to see them, I want to see them lower than me. I, d- I don't know. I, I think funny is funny. Oh, it pisses me off. That's, how, that, that's the kind of shit that just fucking gets to me. It irritates me more than anything. No, you're just this. No, I'm not. No, don't don't say it. Well, no, that's a definition. Of, it's not. Okay, here we go. Seth MacFarlane to reboot Revenge of the Nerds with Lucas Brothers. Keith and Kenny Lucas, identical twins, best known for their scene-stealing roles in 22 Jump Street. The upcoming version won't be a remake of the 1984 comedy, which hasn't aged all that well and has been criticized in recent years for depiction of rape. (laughs) Uh, Instead, the contemporary remaining will be uh, pontificate about today's nerd culture and what even constitutes a geek in the 21st century. Well, that is going to suck. Let me just say that right now. Well, if it's not a remake, then why call it that? Jesus criminy. <laughs> well, we gotta do this one. We'll end the day with this story right here. God damn it. God damn it, Florida. I love you so much. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. Yep, it really is. This is a story about Joseph Murphy.
No, no, not our Joe Murray. No, it's not our Murray. I've got, I've got a mug shot of this guy. This guy's about 50 years younger than Murr. Uh, he was arrested at Disney Springs on Sunday. He was arrested now faces charges of battery on an officer and decent exposure of sexual organs and resisting an officer without violence. What happened? Well, Mr. Murphy was placed under arrest when he appeared to be intoxicated. Once the trooper put him in the patrol car, he started to bang his head against the partition and tried to choke himself. Murphy then yelled, police brutality! And yelled certain obscenities to officers, including one about Donald Trump. Once he arrived at the jail, Mr. Murphy banged his head on the car door window and started to urinate on the floor. He then urinated on a trooper's pants, leaving a large wet spot on his uniform. Mr. Murphy remains in the Orange County Jail on $4,500 bail. Boy, I tell you this right now. He's only in there because the judge hadn't seen him yet. Because the judge can't see anybody in the hospital unit. You know that when he peed on that Florida police officer's leg, that Florida police officer beat the hell out of him. Oh, my God. Yo, man, he peed on your leg. Oh, it's time to introduce him to Dr. Shock. Get the old fucking, get the old taser out. Tase that bitch right in the nutsack. Oh, you say the movie sounds like garbage? They're just going to be playing Minecraft and fucking movie and eating hot dog pockets. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. By the way, how about this? How about we don't? We don't remake Revenge of the Nerds. How about that? Since the age, first one hasn't aged well. When, did, when have we ever said that about movies? If I can just have a pompous moment here, when have we ever said, oh, that movie has not aged well? Do we, do we say that about The Godfather? Oh, that movie hasn't aged well. Say, is stepbrothers will not age well. Ricky Bobby ain't. None of Will Ferrell's movies are going to age well. And by the way, they shouldn't. They're comedies. If we were to go to back and watch what a comedy was in like the 30s, we would sit there and go, what's this shit? Maybe not until the 50s or 60s would we start to chuckle a little bit. 70s and 80s, maybe we're laughing. But back then, we aren't going to know. And it's so stupid. So dumb. All right. That does it for me today. I'm out uh, until manana, which tomorrow is Tuesday. It's already Taco Tuesday. Look at that. 
Look at that. You've only got like a, a meal and a half before it's Taco Tuesday. So there you go. Uh, all right. Remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So uh, until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day. And until then, adios, everybody. Cowboys come to town Or maybe Pensacola Where the sun shines all year round Or even New York City Where the city never sleeps I'm offering you the option Before you get in too deep If you can do anything else You can find a nice place, have a good life Don't worry about me, I'm gonna be alright You can make a new start You can see yourself clear If you can do anything else, do it But if you can't, baby, you can stay right here There's work up in Seattle If you don't mind the rain San Diego to Savannah They'd all be glad you came But life with me would always be A roller coaster ride You won't hurt my feelings Whatever if you can do anything else, baby, be good to yourself. You can find a nice place, have a good life. Don't worry about me, I'm gonna be alright. You can make a new start, you can see yourself clear. If you can do anything else, Stay right here This place might look real good right now But looking good don't last But if you choose it anyhow I'll give you all I have If you can do anything else Baby, be good to yourself you can find a nice place, have a good life Don't worry about me, I'm gonna be alright You can make a new start You can see yourself clear If you can do anything else, do it But if you can't, maybe you can stay right here
is outside waiting to arrest him.